Hey everyone, and welcome to the Word Goes To. My name is JT Atkins, and with me is... Rocky Rudoy. Rocky, what did we see today? We saw Atomic Blonde. And who was it directed by? It was uh, directed by John Strayton, I think his name is. Was it? I thought it was some guy named David Leach. Oh, David Leach, yeah. Is that his name? I don't know what else he does, I just... Um, him and his producing partner, let me pull up their names, they directed, co-directed the first John Wick together. Really? Yeah, and this guy, um, the other guy went and directed John Wick 2 by himself. Oh, okay. But this guy produced it. Yeah. And he went on and did Atomic Blonde. Really? But he also directed that Deadpool short film that came with Logan this this year. Oh, with oh, the, the uh, little teaser yeah, before it? Yeah, where he oh, okay. runs into the uh, phone booth and yeah. he gets changed, the guy's getting mugged. Yeah. He directed that because he's directing Deadpool 2 for oh, next wow. year. Oh, wow. Yeah. The same guy that did this? To yeah, did Atomic, Atomic Blonde. Blonde. Yeah. Who, who was Atomic Blonde written by? Uh, I don't know that. I don't know the writer. <laughs> who, 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 Somebody who was, that was not too good. Who, who, who was in Atomic Blonde? Uh, Charlize Theron, James McAvoy, John Goodman. Uh, That's really about it. That, that one lady from... Toby uh, Jones. Who's Toby Jones? Toby Jones is the one of the MI6 guys. He's the one that's interviewing Charlize oh, Theron. Okay. He's in Captain America uh, for Avenger. Oh, yeah, that's right. Who was the girl? I don't ever know her name. The, um, the girl from... Uh, Kingsman. She's got like the blades for feet and everything. Oh, she the was French the, girl. Yeah, the French yeah, operative. Uh, I, I can't remember. So, yeah, D- David Leach is the uh, director. So he had something to do with and John Wick? Yeah, him and Chad Stahelski co-directed the first John Wick together. Oh, okay. And he produced the second John Wick because he wanted hmm. to do Atomic Blonde. Oh, okay. And Chad Stahelski directed that by himself. Yeah. And spoilers, it's a far superior film. <laughs> John Wick is? Oh, yeah. yeah Chapter yeah. 2? Yeah, chapter well, two is great. Yeah, I haven't seen chapter two. Yet. I've seen chapter Elon. Oh, I mean, chapter one is way superior, also. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just about in terms of what came out this year. Yeah, he took a definite step down from John Wick to yeah. Atom- Atomic Blonde. Did have its moments though, but we're we're gonna get into that later. Right now, we got some. Hopefully, we won't spend too much time on it, but we've got some news from this past week. All of the San Diego Comic Con stuff that happened. Everything that came out everything that people were talking about all the trailers that hit mm-hmm. facebook and youtube and all the posters that hit instagram and twitter and just all these yeah everything we yeah. i mean that's at least mostly probably what we're yeah talking. we've got other There's stuff not too, too but... much to talk about tom blonde <laughs> yeah tom blonde was it was fun and it's it had its good moments it's but a movie <laughs> yeah well, we'll, we'll get to, we'll get to that later but first up what's uh what's some news you got for me uh, let me see. We'll start with, um, I'll save all the comic book movie news for when we get into it, but since we just brought up John Wick, oh, I'll bring up some... That's uh, all I'm going to be getting Oh, okay. <laughs> well then, then, so I won't break up all the comic book movie news and nerd culture movie news, I guess. I'll bring up actual film news. John Wick, uh, the John Wick film universe may be having its first spinoff film coming. Spinoff film? I thought yeah. they were doing a TV show. They, they are, oh, but okay. there's also be uh, going to be a movie coming out called Ballerina. It's really? a screenplay called Bellarina. So basically, they're trying to expand the John Wick universe, yeah. uh, like you mentioned. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that universe, and I'll get probably deeper into it with the Tong Blonde, is that they take a character mm-hmm. and they build this amazing world around him. It's yeah. almost like comic book esque, video yeah. game esque yeah. type yeah. world around absolutely. him. Absolutely. Which is something that I didn't expect when getting into yeah. the movie. I thought yeah. it was just going to be like. A revenge story with okay action and yeah. Keanu Reeves. But yeah, but instead so there more. was so much more. Yeah, it's not like this mythology away. built yeah. around it. Yeah, there's all this stuff that yeah. they just like hint at, and you see a little yeah. bit of it, but it doesn't get too much into mm-hmm. it. So. And chapter two just expands on it. Yeah, which um, I'm 
stoked for i need to borrow that from you yeah that's... i don't have it i need to buy it oh okay yeah, it's on theater it's probably so. a red box I can probably get um but like you mentioned they are making a tv show called the continental which will be based yeah. on the hotel where all the assassins kind of yep. meet up and you know take refuge at yeah but uh i guess ballerina is going to be a female-centric assassin story in the vein Ooh. of luke Besson's 1990 film la femme nikita oh, okay um so also the 90s u.s a tv show wasn't it yeah maybe like a tv show on like usa and it like came on at like wednesdays at 11 p.m really like one of the shittiest time slots you could have for a tv yeah right <laughs> so no one's watching it so we we're fully fine with that yeah <laughs> but um yeah so i guess it's going to be just them um potentially expanding this universe they want to have more and more spinoffs and have modern connect even with the movie we saw today since it's uh the same two directors um or they're they're production partners still Mm -hmm. there's talks of them wanting to cross over tom blonde and john wick into like a team-up movie at some point that'd be that'd be super cool yeah (laughs) so that'd be that'd be awesome let's see some uh some news some news i got okay so here's the thing, like, basically all my news is just going to be Comic-Con okay. stuff. Even though this, I think, was announced before Comic-Con. But, I mean, we so we already know Joss Whedon is taking over the um, mm. taking over the reins for Justice League. Yes. Zack Snyder left because he had some family shit go down. So Joss, Joss Whedon apparently was already on helping out with some stuff. And then uh, Zack Snyder had to officially step down, so Joss Whedon officially stepped up. Yes. And apparently uh, the reshoots for Justice League are way more extensive than originally reported apparently yeah. uh when it was first announced it was said that whedon would come on to shepherd the film through post-production shooting and pinning just a few additional scenes and now it's being reported that the film is undergoing even more reworked scenes almost on the level of rogue one where like yes. there's going to be stuff that we're probably seeing in the trailer that is not going to be in the middle like there's going to be I don't know if I'd say significant, but there's probably going to be stuff that we're not going to be seeing, which is unfortunate because mm-hmm. I'm really all for like both of the, like, I guess there's been, what is it? Two trailers, like three trailers now or something. And three. Yeah. And I really like all of them except for the music choices. They decide yeah, to use them and stuff, but uh, I really like what I'm seeing and just about everything. So it's unfortunate to, think that there's not going to be some of that in there but then again like i have full faith in joss whedon like yeah, even absolutely. though I'm a, even though i you know i love Zack snyder like i'll watch i enjoy most of his film work and i liked batman versus superman and everything i like joss whedon a lot more oh, yeah. so i'm definitely fine with him doing whatever he has to do hopefully it just doesn't hopefully it doesn't prove to be something that even joss whedon can't fix and then mm-hmm. it's just this smorgasbord of bullshit that comes right, to like right. hopefully it's not that but we'll we'll see in the vein of uh justice league stuff there was the poster that was also released the poster's released which looks amazing yeah it's uh but, influenced by the artwork of alex ross yeah who did kingdom come who, which who was the artist in kingdom come yeah. he does a lot of cover art um if y'all never seen his work then look it up he's an amazing he artist is incredible yeah. and i think like uh, the stuff that he did for, I don't know if it's all of his stuff or just specifically the stuff he did for Kingdom Come, but it's like, 
is either very heavily inspired or even halfway through like oil paintings. Like yeah. a lot of the yeah, stuff. He's more is, of a painter than anything. Yeah. Like I don't does, know how he comes up with all this stuff. I he does. Have he no uses idea. body models for like, cause all this stuff looks really realistic. Yeah. Yeah. All his people look like actual, yeah. like all his characters look like actual people. But it's got that just dreamy enough kind of haze to it yeah. where it looks like something fantasy or superhero ish. Mm-hmm. But besides just the poster, it's a, uh, uh, so about the poster, it says, you can't save the world alone and each word has the logo of the characters in it and it's uh batman wonder woman cyborg flash and aquaman who is who are the people that we've seen to be advertised for being in the movie yeah and like we all obviously know superman's gonna be in it yeah, at some course. point and with then, or without a mustache yeah with or with <laughs> i wrote that that like i i was looking up my notes earlier and i was like I just wrote Superman mustache. What the fuck did I mean by that? Like, I just have Superman mustache down here, and I forgot what I put it in there for. A little background is, I guess, that Henry Cavill, at the same time as shooting this film, um, is shooting the new Mission Impossible film. It's going to be that. He has a mustache in it. Yeah. So since the production is going on, the director is not letting him shave the mustache. So people are wondering if Superman is going to have a mustache. Which would be ridiculous. Which is showing some art, and it just looks like Freddie Mercury in a Superman suit. But um, it it looks it looks pretty funny. They 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 don't know. Um, there's always rumors that they may just CGI it off. So yeah, I mean they could definitely do that too. But also, there's something um, besides just the poster. There was a poster that came out last year, I think, that was about Justice League, and it said "Unite the Seven. Yes. And so, so far, there's only six people. Isn't it six people? What is it? Wonder Woman? Is everybody except for Green Lantern? Yeah, well, Superman and Green Lantern. Are, but, yeah, like, they don't have Green. Because Superman's, like, not... Superman would be the sixth. Is he the sixth? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because yeah, it's cause Batman, Wonder Woman, Cyborg, Cyborg Flash, Flash, Aquaman. Aquaman. Yeah, Superman. Su- Superman's Green just, like, Lantern. not in all the advertising yeah. stuff just yet. Because you were like, oh, no, he died. It's like, your last shot at... Spoilers. And Batman vs. <laughs> Superman, whenever Superman died, was the fucking coffin moving. <laughs> <laughs> it was little sticks of dirt rising off the yeah, coffin. But, yeah, no, we all know he's coming back. <laughs> yeah, so of course. Whatever. But, yeah, like, so who do you think is at the end? Because the trailer dropped for it, too. Who, yes. do you, who do you think is at the end of the trailer? Because at the, at the end of the trailer there's a there's like a thing where it's just uh it shows alfred it shows alfred uh-huh. and it's he's talking to someone off screen and he's like what does he say something like uh he said that you might come like yeah he said that you would show just up have to yeah. hope it's just like it's in time or whatever mm-hmm. so who do you think it is you think it's superman, superman or green you don't think it's a green lantern no he's got a red cape where you, you just see his shoulder it's red on his shoulder really yeah i didn't see it mm. i didn't maybe look at it good enough yeah it's a red cape yeah i'm gonna have to go look at mm-hmm. it now because i thought it might have been like green because there is a mention to lanterns in yeah, the trailer like steppenwolf is like there's no green lanterns yeah, in this sector yeah he's like there's no he's like there's no lanterns there's no kryptonians yeah, anymore like all this kind of stuff and besides even that like i just want to say steppenwolf looks like one of the coolest villains that we've had i think he looks amazing he looks just like Ares. I don't think he does. He looks just like fucking if by, every other gray villain they've had if, so far. If by just like Ares you mean wearing like armor, yeah, then the I armor guess looks super I similar. Get that. Like, but I don't know. Maybe for me it's just the helmet because he's yeah. got that fucking helmet on and it looks like something. I'm a huge fan of like Destiny on the PS4, right? And like there's this thing in Destiny lore called like the the Iron Lords, mm-hmm. and there are these people that like before the game events happen, they have like all this armor and they fought off some of the aliens and stuff. And so they're all about like armors and heavy hammers and right. like huge helmets and everything. And that's what he looks like. Like he looks like he belongs in like a Destiny expansion right. or something. He looks amazing. Like I thought he looked phenomenal. When he dropped uh, in that trailer, I was like, 
this is all like I'm all for this being. So I thought it looked really kind of weird in Batman versus Superman and that deleted scene where you see Lex and the yes, like the pod and yeah. he's got the mother boxes around him and like this grayish kind of Kryptonian looking like. It looks like it looked like the material that a lot of Kryptonian stuff is made out mm-hmm. of from like Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. It looks like that, and it was like Steppenwolf with the horns and everything. And it was just like, like the shape of them. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, okay, that's Steppenwolf. And then they mm-hmm. show him in this trailer, and he, I don't know, I thought he looked amazing. At least way better than, like right now he's supposed to be the big baddie of DC besides Darkseid. Yeah, and, but it's just leading up to Darkseid because he's yeah. he's Darkseid's uncle. Is he? Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. But I, I thought he looked I thought he looked incredible beside like better than most like Marvel villains out there. Really? Nah, yeah. Even know. like because I know we were talking about it earlier with the leak of uh, the Infinity Wars trailer, mm-hmm. the Avengers Infinity Wars trailer that happened. I, I went and watched it and it looks incredible except for fucking Thanos. Thanos has always to me looks like a piece of shit. Really, I always like he, think he looks great. I think he looks, he looks like way the dumbest. Than nah, to me. I don't think so at all. Yeah. He, I think Thanos looks like. Not only do I think Steppenwolf looks better, but I think Thanos is one of the worst looking like MCU really villain. He looks every time I see him, I'm just like, this is fucking stupid. I think it looks it's like good. this pinkish purple. Oh, he's big, like bald guy. Like, yeah, exactly. Look, I just yeah, don't. It looks like in the comics. I just don't care. But like, especially in the uh, Infinity Wars trailer, he's like, he does something really cool in it. But like, he just looks like a dumb. even even in guard. Didn't the first time they really really show him was in like Guardians of the Galaxy? The or... first one. Yeah, and he's, he's just, just sitting in a chair though. He just stands so up. St- I don't know. It's like his face looks dumb. And really, just, no. Yeah, it I looks just, just like the comics. Uh, I love it. I can't. I can't stand it. He he looks so stupid to uh, me. I don't think Steppenwolf looks that good. I think Steppenwolf looks like that. Looks the, rad. Everything looked really like they show like him like crouching, like getting up yeah. and all that. I think I thought it looked terrible. Ugh, Not terrible. I, thought it looked so I, good. I just didn't think it looked that cool. Like Ugh. I was like, he looked really similar Aries to me, and then like maybe just the color scheme. Like yeah. Doomsday was gray. Aries was gray. gray. Doomsday was green. No, he wasn't. Yeah, he was like green. No, he was like greenish gray, but yeah, yeah, he was, yeah it was he gray. Was green. And then like Ares's armor was like grayish, and now it looks like Seven was gray. And Dark Side's definitely going to be gray because all of his skin is gray. I don't know. For it's me, like... for, from what I've been noticing of it, I don't know. Maybe it's like the subtleness of the different gray, like grays, I guess. <laughs> because like Doomsday, like for me, he does look greenish gray. Like he looks greenish gray, like this weird kind of. It's like they saw, like, oh, in the comic, he's green, so like, that let's Zack Snyder him up and lose some of the contrast and just make him a little bit more black. Like, that's how Let's Zack make Snyder's him st- look really boring, <laughs> color-wise. No, no, definitely. Go on, Zack. Take yeah. care of it. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's unfortunate, but that's that's how it happened. And no, but still, I thought he had, like, some green to him, so I was like, oh, okay, I can still tell who this is, even mm. before the bone spurs happen everywhere. Sure. Like, I can tell who it is. And then in Wonder Woman with, uh, with Ares, he had, like, this really like blackish kind of silver outlines look to his armor Mm -hmm. and i thought it was pretty blab and i was just like all right whatever steppenwolf looks for me like he looks a he looks different enough not a lot different but different enough and more like his stuff actually does look gray Mm -hmm. like Ares looked black doomsday looked kind of green and then steppenwolf looks like kind of gray kind of like the silvery is Steppenwolf like supposed to have anything to do with Krypton or anything? Because he looks like he's wearing something Kryptonian. Oh, he's from Apocalypse. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. So I would imagine because if he's Dark Side's yeah. uncle, then yeah, he's from Apocalypse. Yeah, from Apocalypse. But he looks like he's wearing something Kryptonian. Yeah. He's got like it almost looks like the General Zod like kind of black 
outfit a little bit, but with like silver metallic-y like boots or something. Right. I don't know, but I really enjoyed that. I enjoyed all the character interactions between everyone in the trailer. The joke at the end, I thought they fucking land. That's where yeah, 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 where everyone else just disappears and the flash that's is totally there. Joss and yeah. He's like, oh, that's rude. Everyone just left. Oh. <laughs> and just runs off. He just like runs. It's so yeah. Yeah. I definitely have a faith in what Joss Whedon is doing with this. Let's talk about the shitty part of the trailer. Yeah, the there's part. a couple lines in there that's like, mm. <sighs> yeah, it's not working. Yeah, there are lines in the trailer of different voiceovers. I think maybe one's Alfred or no. I think it's all just Batman. It's is it all, Batman? All, all, all uh, Bruce. Him saying like. The people need Superman because he was their symbol of hope. <laughs> it's like he made uh, people look to Superman want to be better themselves. But the character development of the first two films, that Superman is like kind of like he doesn't want to do this. Like he's he's not fully invested in being a superhero. Like yeah, that, that's yeah. why it's like the inner conflict. So yeah, he's not yeah. like the biggest symbol of hope that would yeah. be around. Well, the, so the thing is, is like here's like so we were both agreeing on this with the mm-hmm. with the preview, and so. Bruce Wayne in the preview for uh, Justice League mm. is saying all this stuff about Superman. And he's like, yeah, Superman was a symbol for hope, like mm-hmm. all this kind of stuff. And he is. And there are moments where it kind of shows that. But A, like you were saying, yes, he does have that internal conflict, mainly because he doesn't know what he's doing and he's getting used to his powers. And people have kind of constantly shit on him since day one when he's trying to help. So it's beating him down a lot. And he's question whether he should even help or not or if he's even part of this world or anything which i am all for i like that conflict mm-hmm. they have going on but that it's uh, like w- while doing that they didn't really represent him too much as the symbol of hope that right. like everything because even at the end of batman versus superman where it's like it has that plaque at superman's uh quote-unquote coffin mm-hmm. uh gravesite in metropolis where he's like if you're looking for his monument look around you or something and it's yeah, like right. it's like what are you guys talking yeah. about like yeah. he doesn't you haven't shown, like, I don't care if you were, I don't mind the different story you're telling with Superman. I rather enjoy it. But don't try to change it up in the middle of it and try to say it's something else. Like, <laughs> I'm always like, look around you. And look around, they see a Sears and an IHOP. <laughs> and they see all the sponsorships. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, man, I could really go for a Dairy Queen right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a, that is pretty much my only gripe with the trailer is that they're trying to shift and I, they're still I think, trying to fix everything that people are complaining yeah, about that, from the, the, yeah that man a lot of, still a lot of superman. people like, no about. superman's way better of a guy yeah. than than he was depicted as and it's there, like and there are moments where yeah. like and even in batman vs superman where he is trying to like that one scene that you get where he's at the party with lex Luthor and bruce wayne and he sees in the kitchen like people watching tv and like oh there's a fire down in mexico and he's like oh and he goes and saves them and like everyone's super thankful and yeah, right. he's like in the center of them they're all reaching out and touching them like but even a- he turns around and he still looks like mm, yeah but uh... yeah but like i think it's i think it still like works in right, the sense sure. that people are looking at him for hope and then there's the other more the other one where he's like hovering above the family that's on like their roof when like the flood's going on and everything because all the stuff i mean even... at that point you're gonna take whatever you can get yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's like we really have no way to go like... yeah it's it's i've i've been a fan so far of what they've been doing but that's the part in the trailer that didn't make sense yeah, was, sure. yeah that yeah. part where they're talking about him being something that they just haven't really portrayed him as and everything else in the trailer looks i thought looks awesome wonder woman looks incredible 
Cyborg, sorry, Cyborg is looking better and better for me. I didn't mm-hmm. like him in the first footage that we saw, and I'm just liking him more and more. Like it's looking, yeah. it's looking more touched up. It's yeah, looking just more produced. And, <laughs> more than likely, no, everything is looking okay. The trailer was pretty solid, and I'm I'm just even more amped for the movie now. So well, we'll uh, see what happens. Some of the next news actually is going to bring up, but I'll just do it now. Yeah, I'm um, sticking later because it connects into Justice League and goes back to you talking about Zack Snyder, mm-hmm. um, and just we actually getting a director credit yeah and uh, yeah. him doing these massive reshoots of 25 million dollars i know personally we talked about i brought this up but on um zach snyder's twitter for a long time his banner on twitter was the justice league logo or he had like a justice league banner and his picture was a justice league like yeah. logo picture and he took that shit down like yeah. a week ago yeah, two yeah. Weeks ago. you were telling me about that yeah and people are like oh well why do you take that stuff down it's been like that for like a year or so at least yeah and then he just took it all down and this week it came out that um, he'll reportedly be taking a reduced role in DCEU moving forward, him and his wife. Really? Deborah yeah, Snyder? Deborah Snyder, yeah. yeah. Um, they're going to be taking a uh, step back. Apparently, as I think I probably mentioned last week or week before that, that Jeff Johns is going to be overseeing it a lot more, who's mm-hmm. the chief creative officer for DC Comics. And yeah. he's going to basically be the Kevin Feige. Yeah, of, of, of this DCEU. of this DC yeah. universe, what Kevin Feige does for Marvel's films, Jeff Johns is going to be doing it, which is amazing. Like Jeff Johns can take a character that nobody like cares about, not not doesn't care about, but there's not a big fan base for it, and make the yeah. character amazing. Yeah, he had an incredible run on the Flash. He had an amazing run on an epic run on on Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. Had an amazing run on Aquaman and made these three yeah, characters he's done a lot incredible of relevant he's done batman and earth one too didn't he? yeah he yeah. did the batman earth one stuff he uh he had an amazing run on superman also if you ever read uh if y'all have never read superman up up and away you should that's a great uh yeah, great superman story and he also did an amazing run on justice league he's basically written just about every major character you can think of huh. and and like brought him like to a big audience and yeah. like redid their character where he's actually really they have like drive to him. You want to read more about yeah, them. Yeah. So he's going to be um, taking a bigger stance on the films okay. um, as well as Joss Whedon, apparently, which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And that Zach and Deborah will be getting still production credit for later on yeah. films, but they aren't going to have nearly as much say, which okay. for you, I know that you're a fan, but I'm not, which yeah. I think is great. I, I think that's good news. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I mean, I love Zack Snyder, but yeah, I think that's good news. There are, other more confident people like mm. Joss Whedon who can do other stuff and apparently Jeff Johns. So I'm all for that. Yeah. Um, also David S. Goyer is likely to be stepping down also. Really? Yes. Yeah. So he's, he's a person that that's a guy uh, for anybody that doesn't know, wrote the dark Knight trilogy. He yep. wrote the blade films. He wrote Batman versus Superman and man of steel. Yep. And basically if you look at that, all his films he's done, if he has a good director behind him, the movies are great. Mm-hmm. And if he has a director that's not that great, then it's, the scripts don't work. Yeah. And because he always says that he's, he said in an interview that he's his strongest, uh, his weaknesses, sorry, his weaknesses are dialogue mm-hmm. and structure, I think. Which are Those like are two main things of writing. This is to have. He's like, writing. I'm really good at putting things together and having it all in in, in order. He's but I'm really bad at dialogue. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, then what are you worth? That's then? a really yeah. That's a really weird thing, then, huh? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, Zach Snyder will be stepping down more and more. I guess. Let me see if I, I don't think I have anything else connected to Justice League. Yeah. Basically, everything else you said. 
Joss Whedon basically getting a director credit officially. Yeah. And uh, the reshoots were the other ones I had on that film. But yeah, um, I think the trailer was pretty good. I, yeah, I, like, I like the trailer. Yeah. Something else with, uh, not just with the trailer, but with Justice League stuff in general, is that uh, last week I know we talked about Ben Affleck like with the possibility of him leaving the mm-hmm. DCEU. Sure. And apparently he just flat out denied that stuff like at Comic-Con at Comic-Con, this past Con, weekend. On the panel. Yeah. Justice League panel. He was, yeah. He, I can't remember the exact quote, but he was just like, especially with working with Matt Reeve, who just did War... Uh, like war for the planet of the apes but continue and but yeah he's like uh matt reeves just did war for planet of the apes and then he's going over and he's doing the the batman movie titled the batman and uh apparently ben affleck was just like if you can find the exact quote then then we'll we'll say but he said something about monkeys he's like he's like matt reeves he's like i'd be crazy to leave he said i was just like i would go ape for it or something like that he was like "I'd, i'd be crazy to leave uh this pro- a project that Matt Reeves is and like in charge of, like he could put me in a monkey suit and I'd like still do it or something. He says like, with Matt Reeves doing it, I will be fucking ape on the ground for Matt. Yeah, Reeves. yeah, yeah. I'd be an ape on the ground. Yeah, yeah. Which is awesome because Matt Reeves is an amazing director and Ben Affleck has proven to be one of the best parts of the DCEU so far. Yeah, he's just the one. That's <laughs> like the one consistent thing that people said about Batman versus Superman. Is that Batman. like it or hate it? Yeah. But um, the one thing that everybody could agree on was that they really liked how Batman. Yeah other than him murdering people was portrayed like that was <laughs> yeah. the one thing that got like yeah shit but he's killing but him. how he yeah. portrayed the character they really like yeah so i brought it up to you that i don't know if it's he was just saying it because it's kind of hard like you ask him on a panel like hey are you gonna say this batman in front of like the directors yeah. and producers and cast like <laughs> no fuck that this is my last one good luck like yeah so i don't know if he's putting on you know on a scene just to be like no don't don't worry about it like i'm yeah. I'm still be around and then like a week or two after comic-con he'll be like oh no i'm, I'm leaving like, <laughs> which has happened before yeah, with people yeah. but um what it seems like is that he actually is amped why wouldn't you matt reeves is a fantastic director yeah, who's yeah. gonna more than likely make an amazing trilogy yeah so we'll see a little bit of other DC news that came out um the first flash film <laughs> will be a flashpoint film yeah <laughs> and immediately following that news was like Jeffrey Dean Morgan in talks to play in a Batman in a Batman like not in a Batman movie but like in talks to play Batman character yes. in a DC movie and yeah it's like, wonder what <laughs> yeah you can piece that together yeah like, he, if, I mean he already played Thomas Wayne yeah exactly he yeah. played Thomas Wayne in Batman vs Superman yeah. so with the Flashpoint movie mm-hmm. um, I've only ever seen Flashpoint once. But if I remember correctly, the movie, the animated, movie. <laughs> yeah, the animated movie. You never if read I, the comics. I didn't read like the that. comic. No, but if I remember the animated movie correctly, Flash, uh, the Flash goes into a different timeline mm-hmm. where his mother is still alive, but also Bruce Wayne is dead. Bruce Wayne is dead. Yeah, yes. and Thomas Wayne is Batman, and Martha Wayne is the Joker. Is the Joker. Yes. Yeah, it split their family apart when mm-hmm. Bruce Wayne died. So his mom went crazy and became the Joker. Yeah. His dad went super angsty and yeah, became his. And he, he's basically Batman without the without Batman's golden rule to yeah. not kill. Yeah. Like which, Thomas Wayne kills with much prejudice. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he does. And so, like, so basically, what's going on is with the news of. Jeffrey Dean Morgan being announced to play a Batman in a DC movie, we can almost guarantee that's what's going to happen in the yeah. Flash movie. At least at some point, it's, it's going to be a Flashpoint movie. He's going to go into a different, uh, rea- uh, different timeline, and so Jeffrey Dean Morgan, who played Thomas Wayne 
and who whispered Martha before he died in Batman versus Superman <laughs> is going to be portraying Batman in the Flash movie more than likely. You think, you think Bruce was saying like, "What about me?" Just like, uh, uh, <laughs> no, no, Martha. <laughs> it's just Mar- that's why he's, Martha. That's why he's so pissed. Yeah. He's like, "You're saying that name too? What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> why does everyone say Martha? What about Bruce? <laughs> um, yeah, I, I mean, I could. People were saying that back when they first cast Jeffrey Dean Morgan to yeah. play Thomas Wayne in Batman versus Superman. Yeah, which I mean. I think it's fairly obvious since since Flash is in an alternate reality and that the Batman in the alternate reality is Thomas Wayne. Yeah. That's more than, I mean, it's very clear that yeah. Ben <laughs> Affleck won't be the Batman. I mean, he'll probably be Batman like at the very end or like whenever yeah, Flash returns yeah. back to the Because like, yeah, there's the an amazing movie, yeah. scene in, in the movie and in the comic after everything gets fixed and Flash comes back, he brings Bruce a note that Thomas wrote oh, for okay, him. yeah. And basically is Thomas being like, I'm, I'm not the hero of this story. He's mm-hmm. like, I let my anger get the best of me. Um, and I, I have a lot of things to atone for and all kinds of sin and, yeah. and murder that I've done. Yeah. And I didn't know there was such thing as a hero anymore until flash came back because he's like, thinking back how flash is like, your son is alive in this other world and I need to get back to it. Yeah. And so he's like, you gave me that hope to kind of push forward still. So he sends a note back it's like, just know that, you know, I'll always love you or whatever. Yeah. And then it shows Bruce and he's crying. <laughs> the, the man with like no emotions crying. Yeah. It's such an awesome scene. I don't know what, what I think that with Flash, I think Flashpoint would be like what Marvel did with Civil War, where oh, okay. it won't be based line for line on the story it's named yeah, after. Yeah. But what I think they're going to do with this is something that we've talked about before. If they were like a lot after Batman versus Superman, everybody was saying flashpoint. Whenever they say flashpoint, it is to do an alternate reality changing reality, changing storyline. Yeah. So everything they fucked up in man of and Batman versus Superman, Mm -hmm. they could make right going forward. Yeah. So, which would be interesting if they did it. Yeah. So if there's anything that you will want changed or things that you will want changed in this established DC comics movie so far, Mm -hmm. what would you want changed? If there was one thing to have changed. Well, anything. Let me just say one thing. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, the thing that I'd probably have changed is the arrival of Doomsday. Okay, yeah. I would have Doomsday completely, like, I would have it where the fight between, like, Doomsday, like, Lex Luthor creating Doomsday wasn't there. And Doomsday being, uh, could still, like, show up in something right. else. That's what I'd do. Yeah, because sure. even though I, I love Batman vs Superman and I was okay i was like along with it with how they did doomsday in that movie he didn't need to be in that movie no, they no. could have did other stuff they, they just should needed not so they have some big last battle yeah they should the not end. have had yeah. doomsday in that movie and so i think they it's just really unfortunate because the death of superman is like incredible yeah, and, sure. and it, like the comic yeah and the comic. so like yeah. in the movie where they throw all this other mm-hmm. stuff in it's just like man you this is like three movies worth of material you could have did. Yeah, right. It's all in this. So yeah, if there was one, if there was like something I could take out, it would definitely be the Doomsday. Doomsday showing up yet? That, would, that would be uh, in the future for me. I would change, and I feel like they're going to do this. I've uh, changed the Joker. Really? Jared Leto's so fucking terrible yeah. in that role. Oh yeah. my god, he's so bad. Yeah. Change him and Lex Luthor. I'm okay with Lex Luthor. Uh, I, I agree with you on Joker, but I yeah. I, I like Jesse Eisenberg's. Luthor. I hate him. I I don't want I don't want Max Landis as the villain of of Metropolis. <laughs> That's who Jesse Eisenberg based Lex his Lex Luthor off of. Really, writer Max Landis. Huh. 
um, who's a screenplay writer. He's the son of John Landis, yeah. uh, the director of Blues Brothers and uh, American Werewolf in London yeah. and Animal House. And yeah, yeah, you've told, you've told me about him yeah. before, yeah. And he was just doing a Max Landis impersonation, and mm. it was so, like, <sighs> I, I didn't like it. If you would have done yeah. the Michael Rosenbaum type thing, yeah, Michael Rosenbaum incredible. was incredible. Yeah. But this one was, it was too goofy. I, I didn't like it. It was there, like Ace Ventura. There's parts of it where I was just like, that's a little much. Yeah. But I loved, I loved the uh, rooftop scene in Batman vs. Superman between Superman and Lex Luthor. Right. Where, Super, where Lex Luthor is just like, yeah, I kidnapped your mom and I had like Lois and like you saved Lois, but I still have your mom. And he's like, sit like he has Superman like on his knees in front of him. He's like showing him picking. He's like, yeah, here's your mom tied up. Like, yeah. What's going on? And Superman like flips and he just looks up at him with like red glowing yeah. eyes. And he's like, where is she? And he's like, he has a very Joker moment where he yeah. jumps and throws his hand. He's like, I don't know. And I'm like, see, that's too goofy. I that's loved not Lex Luthor. I, that's I, not Lex. I loved it. I was just yeah. like, yes, like this guy is psych like he's just so fucked right. up like he's so psychotic i really i really like the party scene too where he's given the monologue yeah. and he just breaks down in front of everyone and he's like he just loses track yeah of he thought. just like loses track yeah. of thought and people are like what the fuck is he doing? and like that's what he is he's like a megalomaniac that like at least in this portrayal like i like of it like they touch on it in other stuff like the cartoons and the comics like mm-hmm. him being kind of megalomaniac ish kind yeah, of sure. but he's also usually very suave and very put together and all this kind of stuff like, and i like i like I liked that, that he was kind of that but he was also this like loose cannon that yeah, was just like sure. what the fuck ever man like i have enough money to do whatever i want and like i he's just pissed off at superman for like being a god and he's just mm-hmm. like He's like, this is bullshit. Like, right. I'm a human. I mean, at the very core, that's what Lex Luthor is. Sure. He's a human that's looking at a god and being like, fuck you. Like, yeah. what the hell? That's really? like his whole driving force, yeah. which yeah, I thought it's... was... It, it's uh, what we're talking about with religion. We are talking about some movie a week or two ago about, like, oh, yeah. when you have a character that... Oh, has, uh, oh was yeah, War from War Planet, Planet of the Apes. Apes. Yeah. Where religion was his... Uh, yeah. The main bad guy's um driving yeah. force yeah and there's that line where it's like either you can make it work or it comes off hokey it came off hokey it felt like this wasn't really needed but yeah anyways i i like for me i would rather them recast it like i'm, yeah, I'm always for yeah. billy zane playing lex luthor yeah. i've been for I years i never even thought about I'm, that i thought about that until you mentioned it to me yeah like, oh fuck that'd be really yeah good, i don't man. know who they could recast joker as so joe leto's you know fuck that yeah. <laughs> you don't and, like jared, you don't like jared or, or no sorry not you said jared leto and i was thinking heath ledger for a minute no no yeah jared leto he's he's got his moments as the joker there are some like okay parts but yeah, overall he just walks off screen <laughs> the parts where he's not there yeah. yeah um but yeah flashpoint that's gonna yeah be flashpoint cool. that'll be that'll be pretty interesting what do you got um flashpoint stuff DC stuff, Justice League. Oh, the Thor Ragnarok poster and trailer looked yeah. incredible. Yes, very eighties ish. Yeah, the Thor trailer that I saw, I was like, the first Thor trailer I saw, I was like, oh yeah, this will be fun. Like Marvel usually is, like oh, that's okay. And then this other trailer just dropped over the weekend, and I was like, okay, I'm worried now. <laughs> like this, like fuck, this looks really good. Yeah, like, man, this might do better than Justice League now. Yeah. Like shit. Like, <laughs> I'm sweating now. I don't. You got me sweating, Rocky. Yeah, so I don't, we got. I don't we still got. 
iron out the yeah we got to uh, iron out our details for the for the but bet, basically though, yeah. for any new listeners um <laughs> new listeners but um <laughs> just megan at home <laughs> just like listening to the people. soundcloud <laughs> over and over again just get to the part where you tell me watching lost yeah <laughs> um we have a bet um jt thinks that justice league is going to do better i think that thor is going to do better they only they come out a week apart yeah a week apart in, in november. november yeah um, we don't know if we're talking weekend box office or in the long run or yeah, we'll domestic or, yeah. So we we got to iron that out. But he thinks that Justice League will fare I, better. Yeah. And I think that Thor will. This Thor film, first the of all, I like. The looks amazing. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if he produced this film or not. Who? But James Gunn, I feel, had oh, some, okay. some does, input yeah, in it. It looes like it, yeah. But um, what Taika Waititi is doing, which, by the way, um, if you never seen what we do in the shadows you guys need to check that out that's one of the funniest comedies that come out in the past 10 years yeah 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 you <laughs> I haven't to. seen it i'll let you i'll let you borrow before you leave okay. um like right over there but uh that movie is incredible and it's the same director um oh, okay. he, he's the guy that's done a lot of uh stuff with the fight of the concords he's uh oh, he huh. produced a lot of that show and uh actually him and the, uh jerome from fight of the concords did uh what we do in the shadows which is a mock- is the vampire movie it's a mockumentary yeah, okay it's just a mockumentary about four vampires that live together in a yeah. house okay and it's uh i've heard of it, it so looks pretty funny. funny yeah but it looks like this one uh thor ragnarok has a lot of humor in it i like how colorful it is it looks like a 1960s comic book it does yeah. like it's so bright and vibrant yeah. and it just looks like a romp like it yeah. looks like really rompy it's just yeah. fun <laughs> um also, apparently, uh, which is what's going to be a news article, I was going to say is uh, this is going to be Marvel's shortest film to date. Really? Um, yeah. And uh, let me see if I took the quote from him. What's it going to be? Like um, an hour and 25 minutes or something? <laughs> like... uh, it's going to be It's a, going to be about 100 minutes. It's going to be an hour 40, which is their okay. shortest one that they've done Jeez, so far. Yeah. Which, listen, if you can make something short and tight yeah. as far as the film, because every get film we see now is yeah. over fucking two hours except for uh dunkirk yeah which, which felt, felt like four hours yeah, yeah. <laughs> but everything else we've seen is like two hours two hours 20 minutes right yeah. and the quote from uh ytd was the cut right now i reckon it's about 100 minutes it's not going to be a very very long film i think that stories are better when you leave them wanting more and this yep. film moves at a clip it's got stuff happening all the time i think people are still going to feel exhausted by the end they've been on this big journey and stuff so I don't think we need the film to be three hours. No, absolutely. So yeah. that's the smartest way to go out. Yeah, definitely. Where you're just like, hey, let me get in there. Let me pack this full of adventure and fun. Mm-hmm. And then let me get y'all home. And, and it looks wanting so more. fucking fun. Yeah, yeah it absolutely. looks like a blast. The only part that I don't get too much. I had a friend back in the day when we went and saw the first Avengers. Uh, he didn't like how the Hulk was really portrayed in the first Avengers. Mainly because of one part where... Uh, where Hulk is basically like helping everyone out, like mm-hmm. in the fight in Manhattan and stuff. Yeah. And Tony starts spoilers for Avengers. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> fucking a <laughs> fucking eight years ago or whatever, six years ago. Yeah. Uh, but no. Um. So like Tony Stark at the end is like flying Iron Man's flying the thing up into space, and he does the whole thing, and he oh, falls back just... down to Earth, and oh, Hulk like oh, oh, oh. jumps up and catches him. And as like a regular viewer who wasn't too into Avengers or MC like Marvel or anything, I was just like, cool. And then like after the movie, my friend was like, yeah, that's not what Hulk would do. Like Hulk wouldn't jump up and rescue. Oh, it's not not only that, but they're trying to revive Iron Man. They're all like, yeah, looking at him. 
And like, oh, we can't revive him. Yeah. And the Hulk just screams. Yeah, he like screams at him. And he wakes up. It's like, <laughs> what the fuck is happening? I'm, I'm pretty okay with that because that's just like whatever. Like he just passes out. And yeah. so like Hulk like wakes him. Like I'm fine with that. But the whole point that I kind of get with my friend saying is that uh, he jumped. Like it's very uncharacteristic of the Hulk to care about anything other than uh, smashing stuff. You yeah, know, sure. shit like that. I do like in Avengers 2. It's one of my favorite things in Avengers where they start doing that thing where like black widow is the only one to calm them down yeah it's like hey how about this yeah it's like lullaby time like whatever and so she goes in and she's like the sun's getting real low or something and she's like talking to him and caught like i love that it's no, awesome fan of it. I but this whole thing with thor ragnarok probably would have done that in avengers War. probably because that's, he it that's seems the, his height more heightened intelligence that's yeah. the weird part that i'm hoping there's some explanation for mm-hmm. because in the trailer even though it's hilarious that's like my least favorite part of the trailer is when him and Thor are talking. Like, you you shouldn't be able to have that. You shouldn't be yeah. able to have like a Thor or a, a Hulk dialogue scene. Like, yeah. that's not really how Hulk works too often. Like, not I, often. I yeah, it can happen sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. And so hopefully there's a reason. Like yeah. I was saying, like hopefully there's something. But in the, in it, he's just like, like he's not even like he's not even talking. He's like arguing. Yeah, he's right. like Thor's like. Well, we're both fires. Like, because Hulk's like, like, no. No. But yeah, he's like rebutting him. He's yeah. doing it. And I'm like, that's showing like logic and reasoning and like sarcasm. Mm-hmm. And like, it's showing all these deep like emotional things connected with human like expression through yeah, like right. vocal stuff. And I don't see Hulk being able to do anything. Like, yeah, that was my only gripe. And, and he's but, got the new haircut. Yeah, I saw it's what. It's like his his sides of his head is shaved, and yeah. he has like some hair on top. But he's got like he's got like a crew cut now. Yeah, almost. which I'm not a fan of. I like. Uh, it. I think it looks good. Um, you just like it because you look like him now. Yeah, like, he oh, no, he doesn't use pomade. <laughs> Fuck him. He's uh pomade. Pomade gel. This oh. always slick it back. Oh, okay. So it looks I thought, slick. I thought it was just spit. Oh just... <laughs> no, yeah, <I> like, <laughs> just <laughs> no, no. Oh, brother, where art thou, man? <laughs> I'm a dapper Dan, man. Just like a brother, where art thou? If going that the rumor right now is with uh, Phase Four of Marvel, James Gunn's going to produce it. But if this goes really well, just James Gunn, Waititi, want to just like make the whole next phase like cosmic <laughs> and like comic booky as fuck. Because yeah. Guardians Two is comic booky as fuck. Yeah. At one point, they're fighting a fucking brain. Like <laughs> yeah. it's and it's super colorful and it's awesome. It'll, yeah, it's fun. They yeah. just want to take it to that place where it's just like let's just go on these yeah. cosmic adventures and make just like it crazy all the time. Yeah. I am fine with that. So. Yeah. This trailer looks really cool. I also like that uh, Bruce Banner, like, he still doesn't realize what the Hulk does. Like, yeah, he still has the yeah. hide Jekyll complex. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like, it's always, like so yeah. what What did I do? You know, whatever. <laughs> the and like, Thor's like, explained to him, it's like, well, did I win? He's like, mm, no. Was, <laughs> He's like, that doesn't sound right. Yeah. He's like, no, I, I won easily. <laughs> yeah, right. So I like that. Let me see. Um, how about we'll get off comic books for a second. Uh, Nicholas sure. Holt is an early talks to play J.R. Tolkien. To make it what? a J.R. Tolkien biopic. Really? Yeah, about uh J.R. J.R.R. Tolkien yeah. um growing up and all his relationships and oh. different things leading him up to writing Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit. Yeah. The um, Cimmerillion and all yeah, that stuff. And uh Nicholas Holt will play him. Nicholas Holt <laughs> who, who will play is that? um he he's he was in Mad Max Fury Road. Oh um, he was the, in, uh uh, the fucking guy. Yeah, I forgot his character's name. He's pl- he's playing Beast in X Men First Class yep, yep. and Days of Future Past. Okay. Uh, he was in that really shitty zombie movie. Yeah, um, uh, warm bodies. bodies yeah, um, but yeah, he'll be playing a uh, young J.R. Tolkien. Um, I 
I didn't know they were making a Tolkien biopic. <laughs> yeah. The script will be by David Gleason and Stephen Beresford and explores the formative years of the orphaned author as he finds friendship, love, and artistic inspiration among a fellow group of outcasts at school. This takes him into the outbreak of World War One, which threatens to tear the fellowship, quote, quote, yeah. apart. All these experiences would inspire Tolkien to write his famous Middle Earth novels. I didn't know he was an orphan. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I, just, I was just listening to one podcast yeah. recently, uh, Do Go On. And, oh, uh, yeah. I listened to that. Yeah, yeah and it was the episode budget. Uh, episode about god i'm getting all kinds of tongue tied <laughs> episode about jrr tolkien yeah and uh they mentioned that he was uh, oh, okay but uh yeah, oh yeah the director will be dome karukowski best known for the titles like lapland odyssey heart of a lion and the grump so um, i haven't yeah. seen any of those <laughs> but hey good on him yeah <laughs> good for that and now back to comic book stuff sure. that's all i got go for it <laughs> supergirl season three trailer yeah. released uh october 10th i believe is when it's coming back i know you don't watch supergirl but man no, i am i watch it i'm crazy about it. that's like one of the shows that i'm just like every week when it's on it's that it's better call saul it's walking dead and it's game of thrones every week when those are on i catch them and yeah. supergirl is so freaking good it's got a live action portrayal of john johns the yeah, martian right, manhunter Martian it's so freaking good it's yeah. got uh this one late i can't remember her name at it shit but she plays uh lena luther and she does like a really it's like lex luther's i think a adopted sister i think and okay. she does a really good job it's like this it's almost this uh smallville-esque kind of relationship between her and kara with like lex and clark like how they're friends in the beginning okay. and there's this whole like destiny where you know they're gonna it's like fuck so she's you played know. by jesse eisenberg right <laughs> yeah. no my the long hair was throwing me off yeah she's played by jesse. Uh. <laughs> she like she like goes around like shoving jolly ranchers and like yeah she's walking around <laughs> <laughs> and losing her train of thought yeah yeah no she's really good and i really i really like her she's really good in the part they've got this whole they do this whole thing in it where they're like Kara and her, or Kara, however you want to say it, who is Supergirl, are, mm. like, really, like, decent friends. Okay. Like, Lena doesn't have, she's kind of, like, since she's a Luther, she's got that whole thing where it's, like, because Lex is in prison, like, in the show and everything, and right. hasn't showed him yet. Go figure. But, you know, they're the, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Lex in prison? How strange. I know, right? <laughs> no, but, uh, it's, like, it's, it's an interesting take on not just her, but the Luther family in general, where, like, you have this one person. I mean, it was the same, like, to reiterate with smallville like lex had this luther legacy above him and he was just like i'm not a luther like i'm not this like i'm trying it's this whole it's this, it's this whole like upsetting just unfortunate like thing of a character where you know how they're going to end up and you're seeing the journey they're taking right. where you're seeing them like you know that they're you see the goodness in them at first and you're like fuck this person could be so different if they didn't have this hanging over their head that people just use against them constantly. And that's what her story is, is that she's a Luther and people are continuously just like, Oh, she's a Luther. You can't trust Luther's. Oh, she's blah, blah, blah. And it's just making her, it's a, it's a vicious cycle. It's just making her more and more what people already think she is. And she's not. And that's what happens with Lex and Smallville. And I mean, that's really about it, but like, it's just this thing. It's done really well. Right. And she was only introduced in season, the last season, season two. And it was really, really freaking good. I think that's probably the reason I like it the most is because 
that was some of my favorite stuff in Smallville with mm-hmm. Lex and Clark and Lex their the relationship. Yeah, Lex is incredible. Michael Rosenbaum is amazing. Yeah. And uh, that's basically what they're doing, and they're echoing that in Supergirl. And it's it's really well done. But yeah, that season three is starting in October, along with Stranger Things yeah. season two. It had a the trailer on it. Trailer for that, which looks amazing. Trailer uses... <laughs> featuring one of my favorite actors, voiceover. Vincent Price. Oh, really? Yeah. Is that the, is he in uh, the Thriller song? Is that what it is? Yeah, they okay. took his, they took the clip from him from yeah. uh, Thriller. <laughs> I mean, they took Michael Jackson's too when he goes, hee Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, whatever. <laughs> yeah, they, uh, they they have Vincent Price. And if I ever heard that, I'm like, ooh. Oh, it looks so good. Yeah. Thriller is, it's one of my favorite songs ever, but it's also one of my favorite music Go back videos. to John Landis. John Landis directed that. Really? Yeah, he oh, directed wow. that music video. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Freaking full circle, man. Yeah. No, uh, so they used Thriller and the season two trailer for Stranger Things, which I would have been just fine with Stranger Things being a one and done kind of thing. Just we talk about this, yeah. yeah, yeah. But just everything about season two, it looks like it's like yeah, they they know what they're fucking doing, so might as well like yeah, go for it. Like let's, I want to see it. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. And it's just looking better and better. Apparently, uh, Will Byers, the kid in the first movie or He's the first back. season, yeah. Who goes into the upside down? Mm-hmm. Who's uh, abducted by the monster? The Gorga, Gorg, what's his name? It's like, uh, they call him. It's from D and D. They call him dragons. Yeah. This is the Gorga something. Yeah, but they like Will Byers is missing the whole time. He's in the upside down, and then they rescue him, and he's able to come back. And it looks like that's playing a huge role, where like mm-hmm. the upside down is still fucking with Will, and yeah. so at one point you hear like a whisper, like wow. He's like, oh great! He's like, what the fuck's going on? And yeah, it looks super good. There's not too much, thankfully, too much like spoilerific stuff in the trailer. And Eleven's back. Yeah, Eleven looks like she's yeah. back. Like she's coming back from something. She looks like she's in the upside down, but she's like found a portal where she'll be able to come back. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, everyone's also everyone's from right here is uh, Sheriff Hopper. His uh, his role will be a lot bigger. He's gonna have a bigger journey, personal cool. journey. Okay. Which uh, he was one of my favorite parts. The first yeah, season, yeah, I loved David Arbor parts, as yeah. yeah, Sheriff Hooper. Yeah, but it was yeah season two. That'll be happening October twenty seventh, I think. Which is I think I mentioned that like two weeks ago because yeah, they, they released the they released like a teaser poster, and the poster, and then, the release yeah, date, like the release date. Yeah. But then the time for Comic Con, they had an actual trailer, yeah. which is like a minute and a half or two. Yeah, minutes. they also released the uh, Defenders trailer. Yeah, or, uh, Netflix yeah, with did Stan Lee well. doing the two trailers. Yeah, they, oh, did, okay. they did a Stan Lee one where okay, he's driving around his limo, yeah, and he's just showing like scenes yeah. from the different shows. Like you can be a hero. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. yeah, whatever. Blah blah blah. <laughs> and then at the very end, the unveil that Punisher will make it. Yeah, so that kind of shows like I guess I got here just in time. <laughs> yeah. Can't save him, Rick. <laughs> um, Can't save him. <laughs> but they had the other trailer that was like the actual footage trailer. Oh, okay, um, I haven't seen that one. And so it's really good. It's, it's some things we've seen in the previous trailers, mm-hmm. but um, that's fine. They show you more. Th- this to is going to be a real tight season. It's going to be eight episodes. Um, yeah, because every everything else is like ten episodes or ten 13, to thirteen yeah, episodes, so something. Yeah, be, yeah, eight. Which you had an interesting argument for it at one point, where you were saying that everything else should have been shorter. And yeah, I, I felt like all longer. the other shows because each season, even though I, I loved all of them except for Iron Fist, which I didn't hate like everybody else, I liked it. Yeah, I just think it was as good as the other uh, other shows. Yeah, is that um all of them have this like when you get around like episode six, seven, eight, they have this. Dip. It's kind of like <laughs> all right, you had to kind of like push through, and then yeah. it gets like good again. Yeah. So they could have taken those episodes out. They could went to eight episode seasons, and mm-hmm. now you have defenders make that ten 
yeah, to 13 just, episodes. Because then you have everything together. going and do all kinds of shit. You know, they did the opposite way. And, uh, apparently, advanced reviews, um, they released the uh, first four they, yeah, somewhat, episodes yeah. to the media. I saw that, um, yeah. Into the press, and it's been getting great reviews. Yeah, so so did Batman vs Superman before it came out. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I still like it, but yeah, <laughs> it sure did. What else? What else you got? Any other non? Yeah, I got um stuff. Um, let me see. So James Bond has two directors in the uh front run for who's going to direct James Bond twenty five, um, the twenty fifth James Christ, Bond film, the twenty fifth movie, yeah, Mass since the sixties. And that will be David McKenzie, who is the director of my favorite movie of last year, Hell or High Water. Oh, okay. It's an amazing movie. And the other person is Denis Villeneuve. Yeah. Who's the director of your favorite movie of last year, Arrival. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so yeah. He's doing Blade Runner 2049 Yeah, 2049 too, yeah. coming out this year. He's been putting out a movie, like, every year for the past, like, five <sighs> years. Because so he did uh, he did Enemy, then he did Prisoners. They did Sicario. Which then I he did. Fucking hated. I love Sicario, <laughs> and then he did Arrival, which is incredible. And then he did. It is a great movie. And then he did. Uh, and I was doing Blade Runner twenty forty nine, but um, it looks like it's probably going to be more likely Dave McKenzie will direct it. For what is this again? The James this, Bond. Yeah, James Bond okay. twenty five because um, Denis Villeneuve already has a prior engagement to direct the reboot of Dune. Oh, okay. yeah, he's supposed to direct <sighs> Dune. That looked. That'll look so funny. Yeah, yeah you know, all the shit looks. You know good. what I want to see him do? I mean, this is gonna tie back in the comic book stuff. But you want to know? You want to know what I want to see him do? What's that? Fucking Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing by him would be amazing. <laughs> it would be incredible. That'd be, that'd be actually it? that's actually really good. It'd yeah. be incredible. Either Swamp Thing or I mean, you wouldn't have to do a separate Constantine movie. You could just take inspiration from saga of the swamp thing yeah. and have constantine introduced to the dceu through the swamp so, thing that's movie. how it was in the comics exactly yeah. alan moore created him and that's yeah. oh it'd be it would be so good if yeah. he was if he was directing that it's wow. uh a man can dream that that man is awesome i'm I'm really excited for uh blade run 2049 i am too i don't give a shit about the first movie really? but have you I, watched it yeah, yeah yeah i watched it one time and I, I i've told you this before it's i don't know if i, I can never not... because i have some people that say they hate it some yeah. people that say they love it some people that say they've never seen it. so i always get mixed up who's seen it or who yeah. hasn't seen it i i've seen it i've seen like i think the final director's cut whatever it is like that you're supposed to see i can't decide on if it was just like me not feeling good that night because mm-hmm. i was like kind of sick and i love it except for the ending if if it's the if it's the really scott ending it's fucking terrible the one where he finds the unicorn yeah yeah where it shows that spoiler spoiler alert for For blade runner 30 years old (laughs) yeah but um the whole idea is that decker harrison ford's character is a blade runner he's a detective they're supposed to kind of like keep the blade runners in line you know or blade runners keep the the, uh the replicants replicants in line and at the end it's basically implied that he is a replicant yeah which so takes he, like, away any is... humanity out because because there's a love interest that he falls in love or falling in love with yeah. a replicant or they start building a relationship mm-hmm. so if he's just a replicant she's a replicant it doesn't matter i don't yeah and the author of the book <laughs> that blade runner is based off of Philip K. Dick. yeah the writers and producers were all like don't do that and really scott was like fuck it i'm gonna do it anyways huh. and he did it yeah and it's, it's what's what's the original story too called it's like 
what do electric do electric sleep sheet or do androids dream of electric sheep yeah. or something yeah. I mean, that's what mm-hmm. the it's just like a short story too i yeah. think I, I love that film although I, I think i like love all the mythology behind it like all the different cuts like the original theatrical cut that they put out with harrison ford doing the narration have you ever heard any yeah, of that yeah, oh my god is it good okay so harrison <laughs> ford they're like we're gonna do the blade runner you know we're gonna put in theaters so just to make sure that people like are able to follow the story and everything yeah we want a narration over like a noir narration you know uh over the story Uh you know so what's going through deckard's mind here's before i didn't want to do that really and they're like no you need to do whatever your contract (laughs) so he's like all right so he went in and he recorded and he fucked it up on purpose oh geez so he's just reading like this oh my god he has no emotion (laughs) at all or he like does the complete opposite motion of what he should do on certain scenes and it backfired because they kept it and they released the movie like oh, that shit. they put it in there and they kept it so it didn't work <laughs> i've got to go check that out yeah now. oh my god yeah i don't know if i ever will though because i just don't i don't i have to revisit i definitely have to watch it again before 2049 comes out because tw- the only reason i'm in, uh, interested in 2049 is here's Denis, a ford's old man <laughs> however you pronounce his name yeah just doing uh He's so good. He's, just, he's he has an such, amazing director. He has such a good eye. Yeah, he's yeah, just like yeah. He's incredible. like yeah. Like that one, that one scene in the trailer where uh, I think it's Ryan Gosling's character is like walking up between these like two statues. Mm-hmm. It looks so fucking yeah. good. It's just he's he and he did that in Arrival too. Like the first time you see in Arrival that you see one of like the pods, like the mm-hmm. spaceship. It's just this whole like twenty second long take. Of them like flying in on a helicopter and it just circles around and yeah, shows right. the spaceship and mm-hmm. it shows the effects the spaceship has on like there's clouds coming by and the spaceship is fucking with the the force of the spaceship is mm-hmm. fucking with the clouds and the clouds are like dipping down and like going under and yeah around. it's and it's just this one long circling long to it's uh yeah it's fucking gorgeous I'm, I'm just watching it for harrison ford's running yeah yeah <laughs> You want to see him run a marathon? Uh, yeah. Run a marathon just, with just that a broken leg that you broke on Star Wars, you fucking asshole. Just a part of that trailer is so funny. And in, in Force Awakens, you can see him running some. But in the trailer, there's some part of the trailer in Blade Runner 2049 where he starts running, like, somebody's shooting through walls, I think, and he's doing this run, and it's the greatest thing. Oh, man. <laughs> he just, it looks like his knee's about to give out. It's it, like, probably oh. it probably is. It probably is. His shin's probably And that was, a, I mean, out. this isn't in my list, but um, I guess this week Harrison Ford said he wants to reboot every franchise that he's been a part Jesus of. Jesus Christ. And I say no. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, no, thank you. Unless it's, uh, what's the, what's the one? Fuck, I can't remember right now. U.S. Marshals. U.S. Marshals? <laughs> it, yeah. wasn't, it was like the first movie. What was it? Like The Fugitive or something? Yeah, and fugitive. the second one's called U.S. Yeah. Marshals? Uh-huh. Oh. <laughs> yeah, the second one's U.S. Marshals. This one's our Honey Wesson Snipes. It'd be fucking hilarious again. Like yeah. if he was in The Fugitive and like freaking Tommy Lee Jones is just chasing him across America. <laughs> they're both running. And they're both out of shape and old. They're both in their 70s. <laughs> and they both have to stop so before they shit their pants. Yeah, they're like, oh. <laughs> uh, poor, um, poor guys. You got another piece? I do. It's uh, something that I'm not going to spend a lot of time on because if I do, I'll just be ranting the whole time. Okay. But fucking The Walking Dead Season 8 trailer came out. Rick has I'm a beard. So fucking pissed. I didn't watch. I just saw the picture and everybody's like, he has a beard. The pick is okay because the pick at the end. Okay, so at the end of season seven spoiler alert it's going to lead up to all out war they're going to like rick and them are like going to be going to war against negan they're like fuck this we can do it we're gonna fight back against negan everyone's gonna team up the kingdom the hilltop 
the Alexandria safe drone, safe zone. We're all teamed up. We're all fucking doing this. And so they get ready to fight Negan. And that's what like season eight is supposed to be. It's supposed to be like all out war. And the trailer shows it starts off. It doesn't start strong. It gets strong and stays strong for a little bit. It starts okay with Jeffrey Dean Morgan just doing the Negan stuff being like, he's making a joke. He's like, you got your shitting pants on. And another character's like, what? And he's like, you're shitting pants. And he said with the pants, the whole crowd sh- watching <laughs> at Comic-Con. Usually they're like, yeah, where they see, you know, a character they know. But this time it shows up and he says that line. Everybody's like, huh? huh? Like collectively, <laughs> like the whole room filled with it. No, yeah. So it tries to start off with a Negan joke. It doesn't really land. At least for me, it doesn't really land. But there's this fucking awesome part of the trailer where everything's just building up. You have this like tick 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 it's like a ticking going on it doesn't right. it doesn't have music planned it's just like a ticking and it shows people going around like uh going on patrols like checking out stuff killing a walker or two fucking like uh talking with with each other giving each other looks like all this kind of stuff like it looks really it's well it's building up this tension of it's like oh fuck we're about to go to like war like this is fucking awesome it's just building up to it it's awesome sure. and the trailer is like four and a half minutes long and that part of the trailer is awesome but it's only like the first half, unfortunately, because the second half is like after the ticking stops. It's this super intense, like tick, tick, tick. And it's like, oh, it's a fucking bomb. What's going to happen, man? Here we go. And then the bomb exploding is like this Irish jig flogging Molly dropkick Murphy's kind of like party bar song, like playing for the rest of the trailer. Okay. It's like, and like, it's just showing action scenes. Like, Oh, here we step. Oh, here we stabbed a zombie. And Oh, uh, Daryl Dixon's like shooting a flare into gas and it's blowing. It's just stupidest fucking bullshit of like, and it's like, they're like, they're like, we're having a good time. But it's like, no, no, Walking Dead, you are good at one thing, and it's when you keep your tone of being kind of fucked up and serious and apocalyptic and whatever, and they just go fucking stupid, like banana, ape, like just ape shit to the wall, like whatever. Ape shit to the ninth and degree. <laughs> it's In not yeah, a good I'm, way. I'm not going to rant about it too much, but I was so fucking pissed, mainly because it felt like they had a carrot on a string in front of me and they were like, Ooh, Ooh, we're getting kind of artsy again. We're getting kind of serious for a second. You hear this, like you see this first half of the trailer. Yeah. It looks kind of intense. Doesn't it? And I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And then they go into a fucking dropkick Murphy song. And while like people are killing zombies and I'm like, God damn it. And you were doing God a jig watching it. it. You're like, yeah, <laughs> yeah I was up <laughs> river dancing on my bed. I was like, man, man, man. No, but uh, at the end, it does show. I can't remember because I know you said you read the comics. So have you got to the time jump in the comics? There's a mm. time jump that happens. No, I don't want it's not. Jump. Yeah, like I won't spoil anything too much for you there. But there is a time jump where it shows stuff like in the future a little bit. And so Rick kind of becomes like not necessarily old man Rick, but he's like a little older. And so that's what the end of the trailer was, was he has like there there's a double whammy there because you could either be like i think it's kind of trolling people just a little bit because it shows it shows him laying in bed it shows him facing up and it shows a vase full of flowers next to him and a lot of the hospital exactly a lot of people are like oh fuck is he back in this like no he's not fucking back in the hospital they're just messing with you it's just a joke what it really is is it's walking dead's doing a time jump and rick's gonna be a little bit older he's got shorter cropped hair he's got a beard it's gray and he walks with a cane Mm. like he's got like a fucked up leg okay and so he walks like with a cane a little bit and in the comic you know since he has his arm chopped off he's got like a prosthetic kind of thing going on in the comic and he like you know he doesn't really need the cane but he like uses it 
And so in the trailer, it does show like a cane, a cane leaned up against the wall and him with gray hair. He's not super old where he like needs to be in a retirement center yeah, or right. anything, but it does. I'm he pretty sure little, the zombie apocalypse ages you pretty yeah, fast. Yeah, that's know? probably one of the things and dealing with other people. And you're just eating a but, shit fucking diet. Yeah. Like. Yeah. So he's it's implied that they're going to do a time jump at one point, which I'm definitely for because some of those characters, especially mainly Carl, is getting too big. Mm-hmm. And so you're like. Yeah, he's still only supposed to be like thirteen or something. Yeah, he's like right. he's like eighteen or nineteen yeah. now, so we need to we need to move, move it along. along. So yeah, yeah so sure. they're probably gonna do that. It looks fine. It's yeah, I was just yeah. Um, I'm so burned by that show right now. I'm fucking. I'm watching that show out of spite now. Like I'm just like you're, you're like you get your views, but I'm not gonna be happy about I'm it. I'm not gonna enjoy this. Take that, Kirkman. <laughs> James Cameron now threatening to produce three new Terminator I movies. I saw that. <laughs> Christ. Cameron says, I'm in discussions with producer David Ellison, who is the current rights holder globally for the Terminator franchise, and the rights in the U.S. market revert to me under U.S. copyright law in a year and a half. So he and I are talking about what we can do. Right now, we are leaning toward doing a three-film arc and reinventing it. And then after that, I don't have the quote, but he said, oh, yeah, also, I didn't like when anybody's done with the franchise since I directed Terminator 2. Even, even though, though he, he was sucking Genesis's fucking <laughs> dick until it came the, out. Yeah, the huge green light to Genesis where yeah. he's like, and that's only because he's a fucking producer, so he yeah. wants some money back. So he's like, yeah, it was good. I liked it. Go see it. And apparently Tim Miller is in talks to direct directed Ooh. i guess a new terminator one but um be too bad. he directed the first deadpool he's also going to be directing the uh the goon feature it was just announced oh, by eric okay. powell nice who was uh, the creator of the goon comic yeah. book but he's been trying to do this he got crowdfunded and yeah. i donated for it as well oh, um, okay cool a goon animated feature um starring clancy brown and paul giamatti yeah and uh Tim Miller just got put onto that, but that's a little two-piece news. I don't think we really need to delve into any of that too much. Um, I think it, the only things from Comic-Con really left is Marvel, other than Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, I've got a couple of things that I'm just going to fire off, and we'll just you say say yay or nay, okay? Okay. A Krypton origin, a Krypton TV show about Krypton before, like, Superman and everything, right, been, about, like, this Superman's been ancestors for yeah, sci-fi. Sci-fi. This has been in development, nay. Nay, really? Um, it, it depends. Cause the when teaser first, looks okay. Did you see the teaser? Yeah, when they first announced it's supposed to connect into these films. It wasn't connected? It was. Oh, okay. But now it's not. Oh, okay. So I, like, I didn't yeah. know either way, so yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Um, it's, it's sci-fi. That's why, more, more than it being the show, if it was on CW, I'd say yay, yeah. but being on sci-fi, nay. Okay. Yeah, fair. No, sci-fi shit. So yeah. it's unfortunate. Yeah. Siffy, however you want to fucking say it. S Y F Y. Now, yeah. uh, Frank Miller will be writing a Superman story soon. Superman Year One. I also yeah. have a little side note about Frank Miller. He called Wonder Woman this week the Wonder Woman film, the crown jewel of comic book movies, and really? said he also really enjoys Spider-Man: Homecoming. Okay. Um, I'm I'm in the middle. There's part of me that still roots for Frank Miller because he used yeah. to be one of my favorite writers. I've only read like some of his good stuff. Yeah, because I, I read like the Dark Knight uh, Return or Strikes yeah. Again or whatever it is. Or I kind of want him to come back and do it. Like I, I read some of Dark Knight Three. Yeah, I haven't read and any of the that, yeah. first couple issues. I read. I I liked it. I didn't think it was that bad. Yeah. Um, I hear it overstays its welcome. Yeah, overstays. It's too long. <laughs> I hear, but um. Yeah. I, w- I mean, if he does something good, he does, he's doing with John Romita Jr., who's a great artist. Yeah. Um, and if they do something that's relevant, then great. But um, I would like to see him succeed. He's still trying. He looks like shit. Yeah. But <laughs> he looks terrible nowadays. So I want to do something worthwhile before he dies. But. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, Danny Trejo coming to season four of The Flash. 
yeah, yeah I've, I've been watching i've watched flash of season two yeah not that i have anything else i like the show a lot just i watched it yeah uh yeah that'll be interesting and the only other thing is uh rogue or not rogue one sorry ready player one trailer mm-hmm. which we saw on the big screen today yeah i just maybe i need to go it's read the book first or something yeah it's Spielberg, so you know it'll at least be probably kind of solid at it's the very least solid looking yeah, yeah. i don't it, know i think it's interesting having all these characters i mean it's based on book but yeah I mean, it's like, this ultimate like pop culture kind of thing um, i don't really know too much about it i've been told i think it only came out in the past couple of years and when i was living in oregon one of my roommates was like yeah you should read it it's really good you'll really like it and i was like okay like maybe one day or something and i haven't got around to it yet and the trailer that i see right now is just like i don't know part of me wants to be like oh cool it's this awesome like let's just throw things together and have fun. And so I'm hoping I can keep that kind of mentality when viewing it. Cause I, that's probably the only way I'll enjoy it. Right. Cause right now when I'm seeing everything else, I'm just like, like, it just looks like there's, it just looks like they're opening up a toy box from a kid in the eighties yeah. and just being like, here you go. Here's and a DeLorean. Like, yeah, and here's exactly. an iron giant. Which, that was the nineties. Yeah. Here's Deathstroke <laughs> and Harley Quinn. Whatever. They're there. And, yeah. And uh, the song that's playing in it is like this violinist, like, uh, uh this like whole, like, opera kind of version mm-hmm. of uh the willy wonka like song yeah like it sounds good i'm just like i don't know that's really so far the first trailer hasn't really done it for me so i'm just like all right well we'll see what happens but we'll, we'll probably end up fucking reviewing it for good. the podcast yeah, right, probably <laughs> i mean look we had a review today but um yeah my, i wanted to see that like, yeah but uh last little couple bits of news is uh we did we've been doing doing news for over an hour now jesus so. christ yeah <laughs> we gotta move it along um i told you man comic-con yeah gonna... comic-con we're telling you the tom blonde review is not gonna be too long Probably. so um michelle pfeiffer has been cast as janet van dyne for ant-man and wasp uh janet Van Dyne, the comic books, is the original Wasp. That's Hank Pym's wife. Oh, because Hank Pym's the original Ant-Man. Yeah, and um, in the Ant-Man movie, they, huh. they say that she got lost. Yeah. Like she went too yeah, small, she went too and small, she yeah. went to the subatomic universe yeah, or whatever. Yeah. So I guess that, she'll, I mean, probably being flashbacks, but also I guess that they're going to save her and bring her back. Huh. And so I don't know if the Ant-Man-Wasp movie is about Paul Rudd and... Evangeline Lily, Lily from, oh, from yeah. Lost, right? Um, <clears throat> yeah, she plays Kate in Lost. Yeah, or um, <laughs> she was in Canadian phone sex commercials before that. <laughs> Great, I didn't know that was <laughs> a hilarious. Thing. Look it up on YouTube. Oh They're my incredible. god, I have to do that. Um, I know what I'm masturbating to tonight, though. Um, <laughs> Just Evangeline. Lily. I mean, come on, it's Canadian. Commercials. It's, it's Canadian. She's in a pair of jeans and a white T-shirt on a couch. Oh, that's how I like, like it. Give me a. <laughs> that's how I like it, baby. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it's like all your hustler magazines are just <laughs> fully <more> clothed women. <laughs> <laughs> it's just JC Penny catalogs. Um, yeah, so I, I don't know if it's gonna be that or it's a parallel that's Hank Pym yeah. and Janet and Scott and um, Hope is that her name? I, I forgot sure, something I like that. I forgot what her name was. <laughs> but what's um, the actress's name that's coming out again? Who is that? Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh, oh okay. Catch yeah, me. yeah. I didn't catch that part. Okay, cool. Um, so I love they announced that. that. Yeah. They announced more about um Captain Marvel. Yeah. The Captain Marvel movie Marvel Alison said be uh, with Alison Brie. Yeah. It'd be set in the nineties. Ooh. Um, uh, you ever heard about this? Nope. It'd be set in the nineties. Um, it will have a, Nick Fury will be co-star in this and he'll have both of his eyes so it's before he got his eye injury oh cool um and also it is going to be the kree scroll war the the what the kree scroll war 
So you, so you met the so you familiar. met the Kree in Guardians of the Galaxy. There's that blue alien race that Ronin's from. They're oh, the ones okay. That yep. Lost the war to Zandari or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't. Okay. The, the Scroll are um in the comic books. The Scroll are an alien race, which I thought Fox had the rights. Everybody thought the Fox had the rights to the Scrolls Ooh, okay. because they're from the Fantastic Four universe. Or everybody yeah. thought they were connected to Fantastic Four license, That's but right. they're an alien I race. Saw an article about this. In okay. Marvel, yeah. the Scrolls are a um race that's able to change shape they can look like other people okay and it also led into later on the comic mythology into a crossover called secret invasion Ooh. um whenever you start finding out people that you thought were the heroes you knew <laughs> were actually scrolls that's the awesome. whole time Holy so shit, yeah. it took this whole level of paranoia and everything that's so it'd be during the but there's a big event back in the 70s called the Kree scroll war whenever the avengers got stuck in the middle of these the two alien races battling each other so oh, wow. the the captain marvel movie would be set during the kree scroll war and uh yeah. the scrolls would be the main villains in it real so. quick for uh for everyone out there who doesn't know um ex- r- explain to me rocky maybe <laughs> can consider it that i'm ignorant to what captain marvel does pretend like i don't know what she does uh-huh. explain to me what she is as a superhero well, Captain Marvel. I don't know she, what she fucking does. Before what she was she Captain Marvel, she was Miss Marvel, and um, she has super strength. Okay, she could fly. Okay, um, actually, so actually, girl. the 1990s X Men cartoon. Yeah, you know those powers Rogue has. Yes, she got that from stealing Miss Marvel's powers, oh, and they okay. they have little flashbacks. I think one episode focuses on it, and in the comics it happens also a Rogue before that couldn't fly or have super yeah. strength or anything yeah, like yeah. that. That she sucked too much power because she could still power yeah she sucked too much she took yeah she sucked so much um she she drained too much power from miss marvel yeah it kind of took part of her into herself oh wow and so she gained her ability so that's why she can fly and super strength and something she can also i think she can shoot lasers out of her hands also but can back Captain in, marvel do that it, it back in the day yeah miss marvel captain marvel was the same person but back yeah. in the day there was captain marvel Okay. Um, not to be mixed up with Captain Marvel, aka Shazam, for DC Comics. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel is a Kree, I think, and he's part. Of, he's an alien, and he was the original Captain Marvel in the comics. He died of cancer, and then years later, okay. Miss Marvel took the mantle of Captain Marvel. Yeah. Um, and I think he had similar powers. I, I mean, I've never been the big biggest Miss Miss Marvel fan, but um, or Captain yeah, Marvel I, fan, so I just I'm kind of. All I know is that she she has like almost like Superman light esque powers. Yeah, yeah, that's what that's know. what it was seeming like. Yeah. Um. Other than that, the release Avengers stuff. Um. Release the poster. Chris Evans has the beard. Yeah. Captain Chris America's has full. Beard. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's in full nomad mode, which yeah. is uh, in the comics basically the same way Captain America at one point gave up the mantle of Captain America. Mm-hmm. It turned to superhero called Nomad, where he's just going around kind of peacekeeping, doing his own thing. Yeah. And so it seems like everybody's kind of incognito at this point on his team black widow she's dyed her hair yeah blonde, like blonde yeah cap's rocking the beard everybody's kind of split up they have officially re- released the trailer but they released <laughs> there was a cam yeah, version there, of it <laughs> yeah there's a cam version of it and also there's which descriptions online okay. yeah. which um sees thor and the guardians together it yeah. shows the team up between spider-man dr strange yeah Spider-Man's um, also wearing the Iron Spider. Suit. Yeah, it's the Iron yeah. Spider suit. Yeah. Um, and they're fighting Thanos. Yeah, they're fighting Thanos at one point. Some yeah. other stuff in it. Yeah, he. Yeah, yeah it looks. Re- I went and watched. I know you said you didn't check out the mm-hmm. version of it. I I saw it on release. Facebook and I was like, "Fuck yeah!" No, I'll go ahead and watch it. Real yeah, quick. right. It was. It looked awesome. Like cool. I'm super down for whatever they're gonna do. There's 
Yeah, the only part like I was talking about earlier, it's just I don't fucking care about Thanos. <laughs> uh, I love Thanos, <laughs> and he just looked for me. He looked extra shitty in this trailer, and I was just like, man, fuck. This is what it's all building up to. Is yeah, this man. It's a galactic guy. warlord <laughs> who's in love with literal death. The personification maybe, maybe of death if, is somebody he's he does all this for. Maybe if and he, she still doesn't love maybe him. Maybe <laughs> if he got into that, maybe if they delved into that more, then I'd be, be okay with the. Yeah, I mean they probably will be, but I, I it's mainly his aesthetic. I can't stand how he. Looks I right. love how he looks. <laughs> I think it's great. Anyways, cat, uh, atomic blonde. Yes, finally <laughs> we're getting to it. Atomic blonde. We'll get to it eventually. Yeah. Atomic blonde. What'd you think of it? It's a movie. Yeah, it kind of is. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a movie. Um, it do, is. Do you want to? You want to do spoilers for this? There's not really. Much yeah, well, going we'll just spoil it. Fuck it. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Uh, yeah. this movie. There, is, there is like. There really, one or two. It, like, like the trailer makes it think, makes you think it has a giant twist in it. Like yeah. somebody's selling us out. Yeah. Like somebody because the, the you, whole you got, plot you got of the that film, from the trailer. Yeah, they say it in the trailer. Yeah, because the whole um. There's one part in the trailer where John oh, Goodman's like somebody's someone's some, coming off spies. Yeah, somebody's yeah, yeah right. somebody's okay, yeah, giving that, us yeah. information. We have a we have a mole. Yeah, and she's like, well, there's only one way this is this will end with a bullet. With a bullet. Yeah. <laughs> um. So some of the cheesiest writing in this movie. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, there's nothing to really ruin for it because there's no twist to. I mean, there there's there a, is there is a, a twist, twist at the end stupid. that I th- I thoroughly enjoyed. Oh, I thought it was dumb. It. At the end of it, I like grinned when I have. I was like, ah, oh, that's cool. I like yeah, that. Like I, it's I it was like the that. classic kind of. Yeah. So like so basically in the whole movie, she's supposed to be this British. She's not British. Mi six. Mi six. Okay, so yeah, yeah. British. Mm-hmm. So she's this British spy and. The KGB are like doing things and like what was on the list? There's this thing the called list, the list. It's the, the fucking like like it's this thing in the movie that they're going after. The list. The list is the identity of. Uh, I mean, it's like double spies. Stop me. No, no. And, stop me if you've heard this trip before. Is the identity of every spy on the field in MI6 everywhere? I, th- oh. I think it's MI6 and other organizations. Who the fuck gets CIA. that information? I don't know. It puts it on one thing. I mean, the same shit happened on Skyfall, <laughs> and there's know. happened to other spy. It's like a common trope of yeah. like, okay. we're gonna release this list of all your operatives and where they are on the field, and they're gonna get taken out or whatever. So the okay. KGB wants to get the list because it's huh. it's set in the '80s, which they make a God fucking damn. so clear in the film <laughs> because every in the '80s first song five can minutes fucking just think beating of. you over the head with it, and then yeah. it doesn't let up. <laughs> yeah, but. There's somebody that has the list, somebody selling out the organizations or whatever. They're, they're basically going after those, this list. There's no big twist because you find out who's doing it. Like, just in the trailers, you can figure out who it is. But within the first hour, you already know who it is that's yeah that that's betraying everybody yeah. who's, like, the backstab. There is, a tw- I think, the twist enough at the end. So basically what it is is she's a British spy going after the KGB stuff, trying to get the list, this microfilm that's held in, like, mm-hmm. this watch. And the whole entire movie takes place through a flashback of her reporting to her superior. And we know the, what that the means. MI in the, yeah. That yeah. means no stakes. <laughs> exactly. That was the main problem I had with it. When, no it, when I saw that the whole movie was going to be a flashback, I was like, oh, cool. So she's like, everything's safe now. Cool. Yeah. Because you the see she's a little bruised she up. Yeah, she can't fucking die. Like, yeah. she can't do this. Like, it's. But anyways, so she's supposed to be this British. Uh, I I enjoy this movie more than I'm probably making it sound right now. Unfortunately, I was the one when these trailers came out. I was like super for it, and you were like, eh. yeah. And so when we saw it, I it's I one tried of those... going optimistically. I didn't go yeah. in 
think I was going to hate it or and anything I, like that. And I was super optimistic because I thought I was going to like it more than I ended up doing. Mm-hmm. I ended up liking it less, but there were some legitimately good parts in the movie. But besides that, so she's like a British spy and she's doing the KGB thing. And then, it, and so she's telling the whole story through a flashback and John Goodman's there to represent like, you know, America, CIA. like the CIA. Mm-hmm. And then this, uh, the other guy, Toby Jones yeah, he's there for the head of MI6. Yeah. So for MI6, one. the British. Yeah. And so she's reporting to them, uh, through the whole story. And then like a the, debrief. Yeah, yeah. And then at the ending of it, right after that, it goes on further. And then like, it shows her working with one of the, the main KGB bad guy in the movie. Yeah. And you're like, Oh shit. She was like, even though you knew it wasn't true, but it's like, she's there with him and kind of like, quote, trying unquote, to find a mole named Satchel. Yeah. That, that's the person that's betraying him the whole time. Yeah. Which really confused me. Cause for the longest time I thought that James McAvoy's character was Satchel. And I was like, what yes. wait a minute, who are they referring to <laughs> but but like the whole entire time they like aren't referring to him as yeah. that and so i thought it was before yeah. it happened right but then even after that so she kills the kgb people and at the end of the movie she gets on an airplane with john goodman and it's revealed that she was actually an american spy sure. the whole time which i was okay with like i was like oh that's you know that's cool it's a classic like no, spy dumb. spy thing like because it all happens back to back to back to back it does where it's and like all right know the debriefing and then she's like hey i'm satchel russians like yeah. look i'm here and then she kills them, and then she gets on a plane, and it's like, She's just like, kidding, now I'm American. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> what the fuck? The like, thing is, the only reason I think it worked for me, at least, is because in the uh, KGB one, you know it's not real. Yeah. You know it's fake. Yeah, right. But, so you know, like, you're in on it with her. You're like, ah, these guys don't know what they're getting. Like, you're you're in on it. Yeah, sure. But then after that, you go to the American thing, and I, I didn't see it coming at all, and I was just like, oh, that's good. Like, I thought it was, it was, I thought it was, that twist was fun in the same sense of, like, how Kingsman is very fun with like, uh, Hey, we've got this special team that we want you to try out for. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be fucking with you the whole time. And you think you're going to die, but you're actually not in any fear of like, you're not going to die. Like everything's okay. Like, ah, oh, you thought your parachute didn't have a parachute. Yeah. It had a parachute. We're not going to kill you. What are you like? It was that kind of classic thing yeah, where it's right. like, yeah, we, we get it. It's fun. It's whatever. That's how I felt at the end of this movie too. I was just like, yeah, it's Pro- problem being that's Kingsman is whatever. actually fun. Yeah, Kingsman, yeah, Kingsman definitely, is fun. This movie tries to be fun. It tries so fucking hard. It it's doesn't su- work. It's suicide it tries to be squads itself. Clever. Yeah. It tries to be funny. Yeah. And I don't think any of the jokes land. There's like there's one joke, which I'm actually curious as to if it was an accident or not. Mm-hmm. And it's not even a joke. It's the part where James McAvoy's character is fighting the French girl, the French operative, mm-hmm. and he gets stabbed. He gets stabbed with a little knife. Yeah, like in the his, back. Yeah, and so like blade. he gets yeah. up and he bumps into a door behind him. And, and he digs like, ah! it farther in and he's like, ah, ah. <laughs> And there's like people behind us going, <laughs> like laughing. I was laughing too at that yeah. part. I was like, yeah, it's pretty funny. But that's yeah. like the only part. And I, 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 I'm just like rubbing my forehead, which I was doing a lot in this film. Yeah. There's a lot of film where I was just like, just rubbing my head yeah. and like applying pressure between my eyes. It's, the whole movie yeah. is such a mess. Like they try it's, so hard to do this like spy operative story, like with and twists and It's based and on a everything. graphic novel. I never yeah. read I the graphic read novel. I either, yeah. A recommendation corner I'm gonna give you a better graphic novel is <laughs> another a better espionage graphic novel oh, to read, but yeah. um with a female lead character. But there I never go. read this graphic novel. So I can't say if the story's the same or what it does yeah. or whatever. Yeah, we can't speak But that. if this movie like is any indication of Well yeah, if it's any indication, <laughs> but at least it won't have the soundtrack. <laughs> yeah. Um 
the problem with it is it tried to become too plotty and tried to become too clever. If it tried to play it like John Wick, like yeah, you did which John I Wick, thought it was going to be. That's, that's what I thought it was going to be. It'd been great. Yeah, I did too. Be that's why I went optimistic. Story yeah. of like action packed stuff, and there is an incredible action sequence in this movie. But there's not as much the action middle. as you would think exactly. is in the film. There, I think, I think there's enough action in it. The thing is, is ninety percent of the action is given away in trailers. Yeah. So, like, you already know how everything's going to happen. Like, at the end of the movie where she's in the KGB thing and she's... Yeah, where was that scene like, started? I forgot about it in the trailers. Yeah. Whatever happened, I'm like, oh, that's in the oh, trailers. Yeah, yeah. Also, she has the a, ending away in the she trailers. She has a gun in the ice that she get. Like, we all fucking know this already. And so, it's unfortunate because all this stuff already happens and we already know what's going to happen. We can kind of plot out the beats through literally... They only gave us, like, two trailers. Mm-hmm. And you can piece a lot of that together from two fucking trailers. The only part that's like incredible, like I would, I was telling you earlier, I would pay full admission price again just to go see the movie it's to the see the best this part scene. of the movie, it's the best fucking part. It's this huge long take in the center of the movie where she's trying to, like in the movie and the story, there's this guy who like even though they're he, trying to find the film, yeah, the even watch. though they're trying to find the film that has the list, he has the list memorized. Yeah, this person, he like yeah. knows what it is, and they're person, like, all right, POI, person yeah. of interest, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, we're gonna get him out, and so that becomes. What the fuck is her name? Atomic Blonde. What is her name? Lorraine. Lorraine. Okay. So like that, Lorraine Brayton, I think. Let's go with that. Sure. Yeah. Lorraine. Because that, yeah, at one point it had the envelope that said Lorraine mm-hmm. on it. So she I, that's when I was like, oh, it's her name. And it's like the end of the fucking Just movie. call her Atomic Blonde. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, call her Atomic Blonde. Yeah. Lorraine's probably not even a real fucking name anyways. <laughs> probably not. But there's this, so like and halfway through the movie, she's assigned to protect him, the yeah. guy who knows the list. And that's when things get real for a good like. Ten eight, minutes, eight minutes, yeah, yeah. ten minutes. It's mm-hmm. incredible. Yeah, it's great. It, yeah, because up until that point, I'm like, I'm thinking, I was like, this movie kind of sucks. Yeah, me too. I was like, <laughs> you got to be fucking kidding. Then it this happens. I'm like, okay, got. well, I would take it from a one to a three now, out of five. <laughs> like, <laughs> when that happened, I was just like, the whole entire time, I'm like, man, out of ten, I'm like, man, this is like a four or four. like, what the fuck's going yeah. on? Yeah. And then it hits that, and I'm like, ten, ten, eleven. Like, I want to stand up and clap. I'm like, yes, this is incredible. And then it goes back after that, and I'm like. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, the, the sequence is great. Um, It, it takes place on a stair, stairwell. Yeah. Very... And, and it feels very, like, you brought up a, a better comparison than me. My comparison was to Daredevil Season 2. Yeah, the hallway they have the, scene. The, yeah. Well, not, not, not the hallway scene, but the stairway the scene stairwell in scene. the second yeah. season. Yeah. Um, But you brought up a better one, which is actually a better comparison, is uh the action sequence in Children of Men. Yeah. Uh, when they're in the car and all that. Yeah, um, yeah. Which which happens at the end of that sequence, but even then it feels like there's that whole part at the end of Children of Men where they're like going through the bombed out like yeah, they're right and they're yeah, yeah right they're, between they're going around stuff, yeah. all that stuff. But this whole entire scene, she's just like, it's so I fucking love it. She's yeah. it's one of my it's one of my favorite long takes ever. Really? Because of, yeah, because it's like oh, that's really solid. It is like favorite. ten minutes long, and they do not let up. The only long take I put above this is the church fight scene in Kingsman. That's the only one I put above it. Oh, that was one take, yeah. It's, but then again, I haven't seen the, you know, the huge notorious ones like The Raid or anything. So right. I, I haven't seen any of those. Yeah. So I can't really speak for it. I've seen Old Boy. I didn't really care for that long take. But um, I like that long take. It's <clears> just very, it's very, it's, it's very raw. Yeah, it, no, it is. And yeah. this one feels like it has enough of that too, but it's also very yeah, it's like, raw. it's very polished and it's very like, we know what's going on. And it's just so fucking good. So the guy who knows the list Lorraine is like protecting him. They go into an abandoned building because mm-hmm. shots have been fired. He actually got shot in the gut by James McAvoy. Yeah, by James. Before McAvoy, this, you already the, knew he you was know the, trailer he's the fucking traitor because you yeah. see him talking to the Russians in the scene. <laughs> and the scene before that, you see him recording her, like not not like 
thinking back, I'm like, oh yeah, that was a scene. No, they no, literally yeah, show exactly. it. They yeah. already mm-hmm. give it away. Yeah. But um, he he like yeah. So he shoots the the list guy and mm-hmm. the POI and, and they stomach. get stomach. So yeah. so he's still alive. He's yeah. just running. And mm-hmm. so they get into the building and she's just like nonstop. Like there was a part where she uh kills like two people. She mm-hmm. like has a gun or whatever and she like shoots this one she goes up an elevator she shoots this one when she comes out she shoots the other one and they're just fighting for like four or five minutes and she kills them and it's like awesome she's like stabbing them at one point and she's like stabs them like four or five times like in the same spot just like on his back and i'm like this is fucking incredible and i was like it's gonna suck because it's gonna be over way too quickly and then so she like kills both of them and she goes back downstairs there's two more and i was guys. like i was like fuck it's over and i was like please don't end please don't end and he's like he's like holding up his hand like there's two more and i was like yes they're keeping it going and so they got into it even more yeah. and it carries on to be like 10 minutes she kills like four dudes three of which die in the building the fourth one when they finally get out to the car mm-hmm. and they start driving away he comes back comes back she's <laughs> fucking the- that guy up inside the building she's stabbing him yeah cuts his fucking eye out like <laughs> being the show he gets hit with a glass bottle yeah. by by the dude she's protecting yeah like while she's on the ground and then they I get think, in the car and he gets away. shot a couple of times he gets arteries <laughs> I'm, cut i'm sure he did what the fuck yeah and he still comes fucking back for more russians man and he gets on the car and then she like shoots him through the windshield and then like he falls off and she stops and then like runs him over. <laughs> yeah. He's probably still alive after that. He's probably, probably still, still if is. they would have like changed the camera angle to backwards, he's still like limping he's, like, after getting him. up and like limping after yeah. him. After all it's of like that. It's like a total man. like uh Monty Python the Holy yeah. Grail moment. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's only a flesh wound. Yeah. I can still fight. Yeah. You got like your all your limbs chopped off. Yeah. Like, yeah that... I can still fight. What the hell? No, uh but besides that whole long take just being absolutely fucking incredible they're following him in the car yeah yeah it follows them in the car when they're driving away and they uh the only problem i had with that long take is how it ended because it ended very weakly at the end of it they flip a car and then they take your yeah off the car to show that car flip yeah and that's it yeah then it goes back like all right yeah and they're just like driving away and then they the guy ends up dying anyways because they stop like near the river and they get like t-boned by another like bad car, car. Yeah. <laughs> and they fall in the river and like he's trying she's trying to get him out and she can't get him he out and yeah he just fucking dies and yeah. so i mean it was whatever but it was uh that part's that really scene, good that, that, that's the scene that saves that is to me the movie's only saving grace yep. um <laughs> the other positive i would give it is um i, I think really, there's some cool uh scene transitions yeah like yeah. between her and the uh interview to back in the past yeah it gets except for some stuff. one which i brought up to you earlier there is a line in this movie that is so fucking bad <laughs> that i it, it's literally said just so they could use the transition yeah and she says it randomly she's saying this line while she's in the interview room but it's an over dialogue to her to something happening in the past and she says it and then it cuts back to her into interview room. Right? Yeah. And what she says is, have you ever seen that? I'm paraphrasing, but have you ever seen a, like seen a movie and the film flickers up and then burns up? <sighs> That's what Berlin's like. And it shows her as she's finishing that sentence. And then the screen burns up and gives way to the next scene. Yeah. I was like, that makes no sense. (laughs) What does that even mean? And they literally just wanted to use that scene transition. Yeah, they just wanted to use it. We have have burning film on file. Let's just do that real quick. Yeah, let's just put that in there. Never say something about Another part that feels really weird about that, not only with that part just feeling 
completely out of nowhere mm-hmm. is that this whole movie feels like this weird not necessarily the whole movie but most of the movie feel feels like this weird like thing about like berlin where it's like because james mcavoy's character he's not, even has a thing at the end where he's like i love terrible, this uh, terrible, terrible monologue yeah a terrible villain monologue yeah. where he's like and i love this city and it's like it's, like what and yeah like, like i didn't i didn't get it and then like throughout the whole thing it's taking place in the 80s so it's when the berlin wall comes down in 89 mm-hmm. and it tried like i felt like it was trying to do this like political political commentary that thing. like didn't work yeah. at all i was like the fuck are you guys doing and it tries to be there's some of the style that does work and some of it that most of it that definitely doesn't the uh spray paint bullshit where they're like where like uh they're doing the title cards or whatever they're more deadpoolish than yeah than atomic blonde yeah they were like trying to do like oh she's in berlin now so it's like you hear the spray can like like clinking like and it goes like and it, like yeah. spray paint 10 days Berlin. later yeah 10 or, days later know, now just like or, oh yeah you know, all whatever. the title like all the insert card stuff like mm-hmm. about locations and whatever is it just feels really stupid and it's really like it doesn't work and then it suffers but could you tell we were in the 80s oh yeah absolutely could you, could yeah. you tell from the soundtrack absolutely <laughs> <laughs> the soundtrack basically is suicide squads yeah it, it's uh if you don't know what i mean i mean that they take a whole bunch of hit songs and they just play them back That's to back to back to back is. to back. Instead of using a score, they just like, hey, you know this song? You know this exactly. song? You know this song? And at least Suicide Squad stops after the first 30 minutes. Mm. Fucking, this movie does it the, the whole, whole fucking time. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh, like, it just sounds like they were like, oh, well, we have this scene. Wouldn't it be cool if we played this song during it? Like, oh, we have this scene. Wouldn't it be cool if we played I this? don't even know why they hired a composer. Tyler Bates is the composer on this movie. Yeah. And he composed the Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack. He composed John Wick 2 this year. Yeah. He composed uh, the music for 300, Sucker punch uh so he's worked with zach snyder he's, he's actually uh, a frequent collaborator with james gunn though he did slither he did uh, okay. uh belco experiment this year um he works a lot huh. with james gunn actually yeah. i don't it, know why they hired him he has like if you look on the i want to look the soundtrack up yeah like the the score yeah there's three pieces by him really and one of them is him and marilyn manson so there's like that one scene <laughs> where they have like james mcavoy sitting his apartment alone yeah, i think he's yeah. listening to record he's listening to recording something he's like pouring himself a whiskey and he's drinking it yeah. and it's like this techno beat and you, this guy talking and just starts screaming he's like da, da, da. <laughs> that's Marilyn Manson that's a Tyler Bates song for for the film it's so bad yeah. the, the soundtrack is so they, they use 99 red balloons I think like three three different versions three different of 99 red balloons it, yeah. And there's one time that was I literally said we're in Berlin in the 80s. Really? Do you guys get it? Yeah, they do a different language and they do a slow version near the end. And it which I was okay with the slow version. I wasn't. It didn't. I was like fucking really like out loud. Yeah. But uh, the music, yeah, it's I so fun. It just all they do is they beat you over the head with being like, "Hey, we're in the 80s. You hear all this music?" And the only music that worked for me. The only song that really worked was the part where James McAvoy's character comes in and kills the French operative, mm-hmm. and he's, like, strangling her, and it had that, like, I can't even remember the song now, but it was, like, you know, it's a fucking 80s hit, like, all the other fucking songs. Yeah, right. But it actually worked in that scene. I thought it was really, like, it's like, oh, this is kind of creative. Like, it's getting really chaotic, and, like, they're struggling, he's trying to strangle her with, like, a rope, and it's just, you know, like, oh, okay, cool, whatever. All the other stuff was just, like... Yeah, the- Super. The two worst ones were fucking uh for yeah. me was uh 
when they did London Calling by The Clash. Yeah. It was really bad. And it was right after she does a debriefing and yeah. it's switching to her to go see the KGB guy at the very end. And then right after that, they do one that's even worse. I'm like, they, they can't get worse than that one. <laughs> do that one. And then they do Under Pressure. Oh my fucking by, God. Yeah. By Queen and David Bowie. Oh, it was and so I was, fucking bad. My hands were literally up like this, <laughs> palms facing the fucking roof. Like, <laughs> looking around like, fucking really? Does like, someone have Pandora on yeah. their phone or something? Yeah. What's going on there? Like, oh no, it's just, oh it's just the soundtrack to the movie. It was so fucking bad. They just would not quit with it. And it got really annoying. The part that I did enjoy about the movie that was... Hey, we're in the '80s with all the neon everywhere. Like when they went like to different clubs, clubs. or whatever. And they just love meeting lights. in clubs. Yeah, they they're did. Just, they're just randomly a strip bar at one point for like yeah. two minutes. <laughs> so you just meet like, like in the street or anything like that. This is a good cover up. Yeah. But uh, we need to do so. James McAvoy has some snarky ass yeah. comment he makes about women. <laughs> the yeah, uh, the no, the neon lights were really cool, especially because she's atomic blonde, and so like she has blonde hair pretty much the whole time, and the stuff looks really interesting. Like at one point, it's like red on one side and blue on the other side and it's reflected really beautifully like in her hair yeah where she's just like standing in a hall like i like how I things look in the yeah film. I, like, I like some of the really overlays nice, that yeah. he uses and like i mentioned though before um to you earlier after we yeah. saw the film is that uh that fight scene we like doesn't even feel like it fits into it feels the like movie. a completely different fucking movie yeah, yeah. you watch because the it doesn't even use the same I don't know. I guess overlays, I guess would be the word for it. It looks like it's shot in a different movie. It doesn't have like the yeah. same stylized look yeah. as everything else. Well, that's because everything else is super, it felt like it was super stylish and super yeah. like probably having like probably on like uh tripod and like all this other stuff. And that long take is like handheld. Like it's all like the camera person's holding the camera and they're moving it. They're, that's why I like long takes so much is that you have the actors doing their thing, which is choreographed. And not only are they choreographed, you have to introduce the cameraman into the dance too. And so the cameraman has to move in and out and go around and over and all this kind of stuff. That's why I like long takes so much is because like the cameraman, which is your portal for joining the world with these characters, mm-hmm. you become involved in their world because you have to move out of the way and you have to dip under and you have to, you know, go around the corner with them, like all this kind of stuff. Like it's just so, it's so fucking good. Yeah, um, and that's part of the reason why the movie felt different is because it was, you know, more handheld stuff. Also, they didn't have a fucking song playing during it. So yeah, they did that's not. No, that's no yeah, fucking coincidence. Very, yeah, it, was, it was very, it was very quiet. Yeah, except for it's, the grunting and fighting. Tension built. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I thought was going to be the whole movie. That's what pisses me off. That adds to another positive I do have about the film. Um, is that Shelley Throne does all of her own stunts. Yeah. I only Which found is, that out like three days ago. Yeah, my, um, she does that. I think she did that for Fury Road also, and I think most. I would movies. not be surprised. And I like Charlize Theron a lot. Um, I, I think that sometimes her choice in movies are questionable. Yeah. <laughs> Fast and Furious. <laughs> um, Flux. Yeah, Aeon Flux. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ, right? Other other things, I'm sure. Yeah, but you know, I love seeing an actor like you know. Say what you will about Tom Cruise. I mean, not the biggest Tom Cruise fan, but I always kind of respect him doing all his own stunts. Yeah, he does. But that's because he's the same yeah. person. But um, yeah, he's fucking crazy. People, I, I saw other reviews praising this chick for this, but I'm not. I didn't like her character, but uh, Sophia Batella. Oh, the that's French the operative? French girls. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I just looked it up. I. She was alright. I think the relationship was fucking stupid. Their relationship. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, like they tried to pawn it off because. Oh, we were spoiling. She she dies in the film. You see in the trailer, you see her get strangled in the fucking trailer. <laughs> I don't recall that part. Right yeah, right. it shows like it shows that show. Where it shows a close up right as like James McAvoy. Oh yeah, where someone like walks up. Yeah, 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 yeah. The the whole movie, Atomic Blonde is 
like not not a bitch but she's like she's kind of like a stone cold like like she's a very she's very emotionless yeah and it makes it very hard to sympathize with her or like it root can, for yeah, her because yeah. she's not much of a character like you know i thought she was enough of a character because i thought that was a character defining attribute was yeah. that she was very no nonsense down to business yeah. like we're not gonna fuck around like this is what's gonna be done so i was okay with it but i see where you're coming yeah, from. yeah. i i just i i don't i wasn't a fan of that but yeah. um she uh starts a relationship with Sophia Botella. Yeah. And the relationship is basically just based on, oh, you're attractive and I'm attractive and we're women, so let's fuck around. So yeah. instead of, for me, it didn't bother me as much as I thought it was going to going in. Yeah. But you have a, a strong female character, strong mm-hmm. female lead. Yeah. And it feels like almost slightly like a backhand to, like, female audiences. Like, oh, we got this strong character. It's like, oh, yeah, but she's going to have a lesbian relationship just because they're both attractive and stuff. Like, actually, like, something, something like... Which is interesting because she's with a man in the beginning of the movie. Yeah, like she that, likes, that's she, what it is. She likes the, she likes the so original. So she's clearly bisexual. She, yeah, either bi or, uh, what's the other one, like pansexual? There's, there's all kinds of different yeah, sexual yeah. orientations out there. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah. I, I'm just going to go bisexual because it's yeah. the safest one I think I can say. <laughs> I don't, yeah. Because, uh, I, I don't know, everything's so PC now, I guess. I'm, I, I'll get in trouble <laughs> for saying anything. Probably got in trouble for just mentioning the word bitch, you know, in a sense with a female. But um, it, it feels like, almost kind of like, oh, well, she's also in this relationship with this girl but there's like no connection it's just cause they're both you know women yeah yeah it's just cause they're both attractive women yeah like they decide to fuck you know in the film yeah after meeting like two times yeah, and having time no like repertoire yeah. at all yeah. like yeah. um and then their relationship builds throughout the film and then she gets killed and then and then the tongue blonde is like fuck and she gets like all emotional and stuff like that but it didn't feel earned at all just like yeah that was it was a problem i had with it too because when i saw it in the trailer i was like god damn it all they're 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 doing what they did in jennifer bot jennifer's body they're taking like two this is is how you could tell it was made by a man yeah it doesn't feel like organic it's like it feels like guys like wouldn't it be hot if these two chicks like make out each other's titties well see that's what happened is that it felt that way in the trailer and i agree with you that that's what said doesn't bother me as much in the film exactly the relationship um, thankfully it's not exactly that in the movie Uh But I 100% agree with you. The relationship so doesn't really, it doesn't have any depth. Yeah, yeah the uh, relationship isn't good. Uh, but I think it is a very interesting and very good thing that we can look at a, not necessarily, we can, we can look at it, what is supposed to be a summer blockbuster movie, and it has a gay sex scene in it. I yeah. think that's interesting that we can look at it's that now and be yeah. like, "Hey, that's, that's good. Oh, that's like that's yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Like yeah. good for good for that. Like I agree with you though that there's no depth to the relationship, yeah. so that's unfortunate. Yeah, right. But there is like, it's not even this hot. Like I don't even think it's this hot. Like porno thing where it's no. just like, oh, they look hot. Like no, they're kind of like cuddling at one point and then like. Well, I mean, the, when they're first doing it before when that, they're, though, When they're first like, doing it, yeah. it's very, like... But at the same time, like, it's a good thing. Like, it's not showing just this, like... It doesn't seem like it's really showing it through, like, a male gaze. Like I it, felt like it did. In the first one, I didn't really feel like it was that when it started, it did. I yeah, was like, when, oh my when it started God, and then they're, like, actually having the sex yeah. scene, it feels like... It's like, wouldn't it be hot? Like, these two chicks, like... Fuck. Like that's what it felt like. I you thought know? That, I thought that they got I thought that it started that way where she like yeah. grabs her from behind and they're like licking each other. I was just like, fuck it, what is this? Lesbian yeah. porn? Yeah. And then they get into it and I'm like, oh no, they're kinda like 
oh, okay, they're just two women having sex. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, that's yeah, fine. I, I, that's... I felt, uh, yeah. And, I... But then in, like, a later scene, like, they are, like, laying in bed cuddling yeah, at one point. And so, yeah, I, I 100% agree it doesn't have any depth, but I do... I applaud its effort for being like, hey, this is a huge movie that was supposed to be huge in the summer where people are going to see movies, mm-hmm. and it has a gay sex scene in it. Yeah, so that's right. cool. You're like, get, I am all for that. You aren't going to get that with the Emoji movie. <laughs> yeah. Or you're just going to get his pieces of shit. Yeah, the, the <laughs> Patrick Stewart's voice. <laughs> when, I, when I was walking, when I was walking, uh, when I got to the theater, I told you, I was like, yeah, I just saw two me- people going to the theater for Emojis. That's two more people than it needs to be. <laughs> yeah, zero percent Rotten Tomatoes right now. I cannot believe that. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, that the movie is. Why is everyone smoking cigarettes in this movie? Because it's the eighties. But know. like nonstop, like she's smoking one, a lot. It's one of the things. After a while, I was when, like near the end where they're sitting in the interview room. It dawned on me. I'm like, she must smell like a fucking ashtray right now. <laughs> Like those guys probably want to get out of the room but so they can stop smelling. It's like, all right, well, whatever else you have to say. Oh, we're out. Of, we're out of tape. All right, oh, no. bye. <laughs> no, it wasn't even just her. It was like, like it was just one of the things. Like I get it. Back in that day, like you know, you could smoke wherever and it was fine. Yeah, sure. I understand that, but it just felt like another one of those things that they were slamming in your face to like, hey guys, do you understand yet that this isn't the? It's a different time. This is the past. This is the eighties. Do you get that yet? Super oh, they don't. Hey, hey, play 99 Red Balloons again. Like While she's smoking cigarettes. Cigarettes are cool. Turn on some neon lights. Yeah. yeah. Sweet. Let's show, let's show MTV News. No one remembers that. Yeah. yeah, they do show MTV News. That's right. God damn. It took me a second. I was like, why is that guy wearing a Hawaiian shirt? I'm like, oh, this is MTV News. Yeah. I don't know. The, the movie is... Try, it tries to be too cool for its it own does. good. It, it, tries tries, to be, it thinks it's so much more clever than yeah, it actually it tries is. It so fucking hard to be stylish, and it's it kills itself in that. Yeah, it does. But that, uh, it has some okay stuff in it. That action it, scene is yeah. really great. The other action scenes are, um... They're okay. They're mediocre. There's, like, that one scene they really try to... And I, I said to people that I know in real life, yeah. um, or in actual conversation, but um, there's that scene in the trailer and in the movie whatever she has a rope she's yeah. finding the guys and she wraps a rope around one guy's neck and she runs and she jumps off a balcony yeah and then she repels with that rope so hooked around the guy's yeah. neck into the next balcony yeah and she kind of doesn't stick the landing she hurts her arm or whatever which i that was another part that i cracked up laughing at because it was like she's like ah, she fuck. kicks so much there's there's parts in this movie it's those two parts parts specifically where someone's like in the middle of kicking ass yeah and they just fuck up yeah it's Hilarious. that does happen a couple like, times yeah. yeah and it's it's just hilarious because it shows like this human error part yeah, of it and yeah. she just like slams against clean. the door and she's like ah and i was like i was i was yeah i was cracking up yeah anyway. and it was like oh yeah that scene is so cool i'm like machete did it better because yeah. the movie machete <laughs> danny trejo is fighting guys in a hospital and he slices a guy's stomach open and pulls yeah. intestines out and does the same thing crashes out of a wraps window wraps it around someone yeah doesn't he no, he, he just pulls oh, out the guy's intestines out right out of his yeah. stomach and starts running and crashes out the window and uses repellent to the next window. <laughs> but it's a guy's fucking intestines. See, so. and I would, I would like that less just because I was like, I'd see it as like, yeah, intestines, like, they would snap if you... Well, yeah, but like, but it's also machete. You know, it's, it's, it's supposed silly, to be yeah, a it's grindhouse be crazy, film yeah. Yeah, or a, a throwback to exploitation yeah, films. I, no, I, de- I definitely get yeah. it. I, for me, that part, like, I didn't really... Like, that part had some, okay, there's a cool fight scene that's in, like, the trailer, which is the problem I have with most of the movie is that a lot of the fights a lot of the 
action sequences that I genuinely would have enjoyed in the movie, I couldn't enjoy as much because we had already seen them in the trailers. The yeah. only part we didn't see was that whole 10 minute long take yeah, right. in the middle of the movie yeah. that is incredible. Trailer, you see a couple just, of pieces just like of just like yeah. the beginning of it. Yeah, but, but you don't uh, see you don't see the whole thing. Uh also I don't feel that the relationship with her and the guy that dies at the very beginning was needed at all. Yeah, it was. They do nothing with it. Yeah. Nothing happens. It, it was yeah, a setup without payoff. There was Yeah. Anything. Um and, and the trailer <laughs> make it seem like it's a big thing like that's why she's like it, a free yeah, yeah, because yeah. like oh well this is a guy that she had a romantic yeah, relationship with, yeah. ship with. He gets killed. Now she wants revenge in the film. Like nah. she mentioned him like one time. It's done. It's over. It's like, all right. And then now she's I'm, having gay sex. Yeah. With having, French yeah. No, no, we're, I'm going to fuck this chick it over was, here. And yeah. yeah, it was weird. I don't know. Um, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't recommend it. I, I would, I would recommend the 10 minute, fight Jesus scene yeah, if you could crop that out and just like if, if you want to go into the movie listen <laughs> you want to buy a ticket and damn pop screen um if you want to buy a ticket for uh the movie yeah and you want to go in an hour late <laughs> yeah and if you, you want to wait like 45 yeah, minutes you don't you even go- know any of the story we just told you the story here we told you what it is <sighs> yeah. we told you what happens other than that there's really that you will not gain anything from really watching this film yeah um what i would recommend instead of this movie um would be to watch john wick chapter two which also came out this year and was <laughs> produced by this director yeah or and if you haven't seen john wick one watch john wick one i should watch them back to back because those yeah, are john if you wick want just like really incredible. fun action yeah. romps watches back and john wick two is just as good if not better in some parts aspects yeah. than john wick one. i i have to say even though i like john wick as a whole more than atomic blondes mm-hmm. I like the action, the long take in Atomic Blonde more than any action sequence. See, I feel that all of John Wick 1 and 2 are one big action take. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like, no, the whole film they, is just... They definitely are, but like long, long takes specifically have their like specific kind of feel. And yeah, right. I couldn't... There was a couple of parts in the, the first John Wick movie that had that, and I was like, fuck yeah. But overall, like it didn't get as in-depth as yeah. Atomic Blonde yeah. did at that one point, and it just... Once you watch Chapter Two, man. Oh yeah, I'm, Chapter I'm Two dying has to some amazing fight scenes. Like, there's some great hand to hand. Oh man, I so want to catch it. But and also with that film with like John Wick, you create this universe. Also, it wasn't based on graphic novel on like Atomic Blonde, but um, John Wick is a character that is pretty emotionless, but he's very sympathetic. That yeah. you root yeah. for, that you feel bad for, because it's like I don't want yeah. this life. I don't want to do this. Yeah. But I keep you, on dragging you see, in. You, you, know? you see, you also see the beginning where he just like has everything taken away from yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you see, like, he has a reason to go for revenge. <laughs> yeah. He has a reason to be the way he does. And yeah, whatever, yeah. like he's such, he's a very unassuming guy. He's a nice guy. But whenever he like clicks on, and yeah, you know, he's got a you, fucking switch. Yeah. You figure like out real quick why he's dubbed the boogeyman. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> this is why they call him the boogeyman because this yeah. motherfucker doesn't take any shit. At all, ever he's a bad man pajama. Yeah, I, I, I probably wouldn't recommend this movie. Yeah, I'm only recommending it just because of the, the fight scene. Yeah, just because I'll recommend fight that scene. It's fucking. Incredible. Or wait till it's on that part's on YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> just link it. Like, just go watch yeah, it. On watch YouTube. that. Everything oh. else is just yeah. Fun. Exactly. What would you? Uh, what would you give the award to? I give the award to because I know what you're gonna give the award to, but I give the <laughs> <laughs> goddamn right. You know what I'm giving. Oh, I'll, I'll give the award. <laughs> I'll give the award to Charlize Theron. For um, doing her own stunts. Yeah. Um, I fully and, and, expected for me to be doing that. To, yeah. To give her the award. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll give I'll give that 
uh, yeah. tour. Yeah, I was definitely going to do that until I saw the. Lord I really want to like James McAvoy in it, but I I didn't he, like. It. There's nothing noteworthy about. Yeah, there's it. nothing noteworthy. Like, I like James McAvoy. So do I. Yeah, but yeah. there's just he was like for me he was the only good part of a uh, split when we saw that earlier. Yeah, he's, year, he yeah. he is split. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> exactly. he is split. Yeah. No, uh, I wanted to give it to Charlize Theron as well for her doing it. I mean, still, I applaud her doing those own stunts. None of them were super crazy or anything, but still, it's good enough. It's like, fuck, yeah, good job. I was going to try to give it to, like, I, I thought at some point in time when me getting the award, it was going to be the Charlize Theron for, like, acting or something. And, like, her character, like, isn't that interesting in this movie or whatever. So, of course, the award is going to the 10 minutes in the middle uh, of the movie. It's going to the <laughs> best part of the film. The best part of the movie. And that is the long take that happens in the building, like, in the stairs and the and the uh, car. Like, yeah, just right. the whole 10 minutes in the middle of the movie is fucking incredible yeah so sure that's what it goes to but yeah um that's yeah. it <laughs> fuck that movie no don't no, no, fuck that movie i mean that it's 10 so, minutes are really it's so great. bad though. but everything yeah, else like everything is else like, is the writing is so fucking bad and i movie. wanted i wanted it to be so good i one of my one of my least favorite feelings in the world one of the feelings i hate the most in the world is when i go into a movie expecting and or hoping it to be good and it's not good or at least not as good as i wanted it to be that's what i had with this movie and that's why i was so upset besides that 10 minutes that blew me away one of my favorite feelings in the world is going into a movie that i don't think is going to be good at all and ends up being incredible that's what i was hoping would happen with me (laughs) i was the opposite way unfortunately it didn't happen today but uh either either case yeah so that's it recommendation corner what have you been what you been into this week what are you what are you liking what are you recommending out there well i got a couple things to recommend um uh since this week we saw Atomic Blonde, and it's a film with a strong female character, as well as a comic book movie. I have a couple female-led, strong female-led comic books to recommend. Ooh. Um, so the first one uh, I won't go too deep into. Um, I, as I mentioned earlier, um, I got an espionage comic that I want to recommend, written by Ed Brubaker, yeah. and uh, art by Steve Epting, which is the same team that brought you... Uh, an incredible run on Captain America. They're ones that made the Winter Soldier storyline oh, okay. and uh, brought Bucky back as the Winter Soldier nice. uh, in the comics. And it's a comic called Velvet. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. I uh, have, like, the first issue of that. Yeah, yeah. It's only a 15-issue yeah. comic series. Actually, you can get the hardcover. on. And they just released a deluxe hardcover huh. um, for 30 bucks on Amazon. Yeah. If you want to get that, it's... Like all of Ed Brubaker's, I had something of the house. Like I read something of it and I didn't get super into it. Yeah, it's back in the it's, day. Uh, it's it's great. Um, just espionage. Uh, Velvet Templeton, she is a secretary, um, to a agency, and yeah. after a the allegedly the greatest spy in the world gets murdered. Little does anybody know, the most dangerous spy in the world is actually Velvet, and she gets <laughs> caught up into this whole conspiracy yeah and it's a spy thriller espionage and it's awesome and um it's short run 15 issues um and velvet is fucking great yeah um the other thing that um i want to plug that since i just bought the second trade paperback volume of it this week is bitch planet yeah um i've heard really good things about that (laughs) bitch planet is awesome bitch planet is written by uh kelly sue deconic and uh, art by Valentin D. Landro. And what it is, is it's set in a future where if you are too fat, if you're a woman and you're too fat, you're too ugly, you're too mouthy, mm-hmm. you um, 
are not conforming to your husband's every demand. <laughs> Seriously. Um, if you're, if you're imperfect in any way, you can potentially be sent to the bitch planet. Oh my God. Um, which is an off world, off earth facility, <laughs> maximum security prison. <laughs> Trust me. Listen, this sounds like it's all like saying fuck women, but it's really not. Hear, hear me it's out. Incredible. Um, it, it's, uh, Gets sent to the uh, ACO, which is uh, otherwise known as the Bitch Planet. It's yeah. a big, massive security prison for all these women. And it's, to, to quote James Brown, it's a man's world. Like, <laughs> men control the world. If your wife is like, oh, you burnt dinner. Fuck you. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm reporting you. Okay? So what do you get with, with something that's as terrible as this, right? You get a cast of super strong female characters and yeah. middle finger to the patriarchy. That's awesome. <laughs> um, it is a complete fuck you to the patriarchy. It is a complete parallel to how much women are underappreciated in society still. It's basically feminism the way feminism should be. Yeah. Basically what it does with feminism is what another comic series, Transmetropolitan, did with liberalism. Oh, okay. Transmetropolitan took liberalism and took it like back to basic, like old school liberalism, like not the whiny boy shit, just like here's what it is, here's what we stand for. Yeah. Like, fuck it. Like, there's no PC bullshit. We're getting back down brass tacks. Yeah. Same thing with feminism. Like, we aren't talking about like all the different terms or anything like here. Like, here's women, here's how we're appreciating society. Here's, you know, we have a voice, we want to be appreciated. This is what it is. So you get these strong female characters on this prison together and take science fiction and mixes it with women in prison, like exploitation films. Yeah. And it's a series that perfectly combines the two. And I can't recommend it enough. I just reread the first volume before going into the second volume. Um, the past issue that has come out that um, I picked up uh, single issue was a uh, triple feature. It's, oh, okay. it's built like a triple feature where it has three short stories, but it looks like an exploitation grindhouse triple feature, yeah, yeah. like on the uh, cover art and stuff. Huh. And uh, it, it's really, really good. It's, it's very clever. The, the, the book is very clever. It's got a uh, real, real intelligent writing style, art style, everything. Um, every few issues, you get a background on one of the female characters. Oh, fucking love that. So, yeah. like, you learn about each female character, like, with one issue, just about each one. Yeah. Um, and just, like, them trying to, like, get off the prison or, like, all this different corruption that's going on and them, you know, kind of just, like, living in that stuff. So it's, uh, yeah. it's fucking great. Um, that's what I recommend. Uh, Velvet by Ed Brubaker and uh, Bitch Planet by Kelly Sue DeConnick. I've been meaning to get into Bitch Planet. Bitch like, I've great, heard man. really good things yeah. about it. Um, so a couple of things I've been into this week. I've been playing this amazing uh, PS4 like PSN game called Cosmic Star Heroine. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's just, uh, I mean, we're sitting here talking about strong female characters anyway, so this, this works in pretty good with it. It's this... PlayStation Store had this like sale recently, so I just jumped on it. It was like seven. It was a game that's originally like twenty bucks, I think, and it was like seven bucks when I bought it, so I hopped on it. Now I only did it because I saw one person on Reddit be like, "Oh, cool, that's on sale. I've been meaning to pick that up." And I'm like, "Really? Like, what? Is, what's it about?" And then I went and looked up stuff, and I was like, "Oh, this looks awesome. It's a PS4 game on the PlayStation Network." that is like an old school super nintendo turn-based rpg all right so it's amazing like i love all the older like the final fantasy stuff like i only got in on like final fantasy 7 but i love the older like final fantasy turn-based kind of like 
you have these characters and you're building them up and you're getting in the fights and people take turns attacking. And I'm like, I love that kind of stuff. I know it's really hit or miss for some people, but I love it. Mm -hmm. And so this one is very much like that. It's a 16 bit style. It's very super Nintendo. It's got, um, it's got this girl named Alyssa. Who's like the main character. She works for this company called the API. It's like the agency for, something and like intelligence or whatever and so like she's working for this company and like going on secret missions and you get these other teammates with you and it has just it's just fun stuff where like you run around and you fight months it's an rpg with like a sci-fi twist to it all right and or like a turn-based rpg with a side because usually when you talk turn-based rpg you're thinking of like fantasy stuff but this is very much like we're using magic but instead of magic they're like skills that we're like we're hacking into things and we're you know throwing electricity at this enemy but we're doing it because we're hacking a computer and like all hmm. all this kind of stuff it's super fun the characters there are a lot of uh fe- there's only like one like the main bad guy is kind of a, a dude um there's like one dude on your well there's more than that now but um like for the most part of the game, like the first four hours that I was playing, most of the characters in your party were like three girls and like one dude. And the dude was just like the hacker guy with the glasses and everything. He's like, I'll hack anything. And the team leader is Alyssa. She's this fucking awesome girl. Who's like, has a bow staff and just be- she reminds me very much of like Ray from star Wars. She's like, can very much hold her own and do her own shit. Uh, there's other characters like Sean, I think is one of the girls names. And she, like, does this thing with, like, gunmancy where she has guns and, like, but it's, like, magic also. Right, and so okay. she's, like, summoning guns to do. It's, yeah, it's it's a fucking blast. I'm, like, six hours into it and it still hasn't ended. Nice. And I've only paid $6 for it off of PSA. Yeah, you're getting your bang it's, for your buck. Yeah, it's, it's really good. And it's fun because it's one of those classic turn-based RPGs that I, unfortunately, haven't been able to find a fix for recently. And so now that I've got one, I'm like, because I'm also replaying Final Fantasy 12 because the HD remaster came out a couple weeks right. ago. I was just say, fuck that, replay Final Fantasy 8. <laughs> yeah, I, Final Fantasy 8 is my favorite Me too. game of all time. Oh, oh favorite game. I was going to say favorite Final Fantasy. No, it's it like, my, my favorite, it's my favorite game of all time. I'm actually going to get like a Gunblade tattoo at nice. some point. But I fucking love Final Fantasy 8. But yeah, it's uh, I want I've replayed that game. I did a speed run, run one time where I did I got everyone level 100 and I got all the GFs and like everything and i did it in like 25 hours God like I just fucking ran through that game it was super, <laughs> i fucking love that game but uh no cosmic star heroine is super fun and i've been playing that like all week and it's been a fucking blast another super star heroine cosmic star, cosmic star yeah heroine. cosmic star heroine all right just uh i'll like text it to you, you can all right yeah it. but super sure. cheap on there it's really easy to get into and cool. play i'm playing it on like one of the harder difficulties mm-hmm. and it's still like pretty easy not too yeah, yeah it's not like super easy but once you get the hang of it it's it's kind of it's not easy fucking demon souls yeah exactly <laughs> it's not fucking dark souls or anything yeah. like that it's it's good though but um another thing that i've been into is a just started watching it last night i'm two episodes in it's a netflix original called ozark yeah, I saw the. Uh, I've seen. I haven't seen the commercials, but I saw the uh, pictures for. Yeah. I saw the posters for. I didn't bother checking it. I was like, oh, Jason Bateman. Yeah, I was like Jason Bateman's in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah like I, I don't I really like care Jason about Bateman. him. Like I'm just yeah. like whatever. And one of my buddies, uh, one of my friends from Portland, uh, Dan, he texted me, and like, I was literally about to go to bed last night. I was watching. This also goes into what I was watching this uh, week. 
But um, so I saw that they had the original like a collection of like Batman and Superman '90s cartoons on uh, Amazon, mm. and I never got into those things. So yeah, I was we, watching... we talked about this before. Yeah, so I was watching the the... Batman cartoon is like my favorite show it's of all time. I was watching. Oh, you've been watching? Yeah, so you I, just started, I started watching, watching that last night. It's yeah. amazing. It's isn't amazing. It? <laughs> it's like it's like right, to to veer off real yeah. quick, but um, it's like a mini movie. It's Every so episode. fucking good. Like yeah. they literally made. Actually, that was a news story. I forgot to tell you. Um. But uh, I'll say after you you finish up yeah. with your recommendation. But it's like they actually have scores, like film scores yeah. for like every episode that's different. <laughs> Danny Elfman and, does like the theme for it, doesn't he? Yeah, or? well, Shirley Walker did a rendition of Danny Elfman's theme. Oh, okay, for, that's all. For it. Okay, that's probably why they give him a yeah. credit then, because yeah. I saw his name in the credits and I was like, oh, okay, yeah. like it, because it sounded like some of it did sound like that '89 Batman stuff. Yeah. But it's so I only watched the first two episodes. Well, that's why they got the show. Oh, okay. Because because the popularity of uh, Batman and Batman time. Returns, gotcha. WB is like, okay, do the show, yeah. but do it in the style of these. It is so and they they good. do, and <laughs> it has like that noir feel yeah. to it. It's like, oh, yeah. so good. I'm assuming yeah. I watched the first two episodes, and I'm assuming the Jingle Bells Batman smells thing came from came Joker from that, yeah, in the, in the mm. Christmas episode. Yeah, because it's only a collection, so it's not going like Where he flies off on that fucking Christmas tree. <laughs> Christmas it's a fucking tree. rocket. <laughs> okay <laughs> that's the second is like i said it was a collection so it's not like beat by beat of what happens in the seasons mm. but the first episode is just like batman versus like man bat yeah man bat on <laughs> and, leather wings yeah and then the, and then the, the second episode is uh christmas with the joker, joker yeah joker that's just like the seasons they, they really didn't come off like yeah there's no continuity really oh, okay just, fair enough yeah so it might have been yeah. the second episode ever but at one point he's singing he's like jingle bears yeah. batman smell i was like you gotta be fucking kidding me is that where it came yep. from yeah. i've known that since i was like eight years old yeah. are you kidding me that's awesome but I've been watching that, and then the Superman animated show. I saw that, that was on there too. I've really enjoyed. It's really that good. Too. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Anything that Bruce Tim did was great. Yeah, it's fucking incredible. It does, but I, so I'm up late last night watching those because I saw they're on Amazon. So I'm mm-hmm. like, oh cool, and I'm checking them out and having a blast. And I'm about to fall asleep, and my buddy Dan from Portland like texts me because mm-hmm. me and him like we send random text messages to each other all right. the time. And we're just like, hey, check this out. Hey, like we like make like one time we had a text exchange where we were just coming up with like stupid play on word names for like star wars movies mm-hmm. we're like episode three revenge of the shit <laughs> we're just like doing, mature yeah we're just like doing <laughs> great like, that's what we text each other sometimes and so i'm watching the he's like hey have you watched the show ozark on netflix and i was like no i saw something about it and he's like you'd fucking love it like do it and i was like really he's like yeah it's really david fincher-esque and all this kind of shit and i was like okay right on like i'll definitely yeah, watch yeah, it david fincher. Yeah, yeah and i got into it in that first episode is amazing yeah and the second episode they just oh it's so good it's, it's like, so good okay there's gonna be like and the second episode is not no <laughs> it is they just keep going good and it's All like right, awesome it's it's this weird thing like so it can't avoid the show cannot avoid similarities comparisons with breaking bad at all it's just going to get that i don't mm. know if you know what the show is about mm. but so non-spoilers uh 30 second elevator bitch kind of thing uh, this guy Jason Bateman has like a family, and he like works, and he's really good about saving money and stuff. But he's actually in charge of laundering money for the Mexican cartel. So okay. That's what he does. All right, that's, that's so it's a crime. Thing. It's a crime show. Exactly, which is my favorite kind of show. Yeah, it's <laughs> amazing. And so like he's in charge of doing that and whatever. And uh, it has this compare. Like it feels very much like Breaking Bad seasons four and five. Okay. If like, because Breaking Bad, they build up Walter, and you see a story, you see his journey into like becoming a drug dealer, yeah, becoming more, more becoming criminal. Heisenberg, yeah. yeah, doing all this stuff, and then the very first episode of Ozark, you're like, bam, this is it. He's yeah. we're in the world. Here we go, and like you're already in it, and mm-hmm. it's just like, 
fuck and there's so much stuff happening nice. that it's incredible the the david fincher thing does come with like the tone like the look of the yeah it right. looks like a david fincher movie like gone girl or girl with dragon tattoo something like fight that club. yeah fight club it looks very much like that it's got the low lighting it looks kind of like a very similar to house of cards like it has that yeah kind of which is the visual yeah, yeah aesthetic yeah and uh the writing is incredible uh-huh. it's so fucking good there's really smart stuff there's a part in the second episode where some shit can definitely go down and one of the characters just talks their way out of it Nice. it's incredible like awesome. it's just showdown where you know something's gonna happen and he just talks his way out of it and you're like nice. fuck and it's it's so fucking good and i'm go- i'm probably gonna be binging that over the week i would i would not be surprised if i finished it by tomorrow like, Binge I, that john wick yeah man. it is yeah exactly <laughs> i need to see the chapter two of john wick also but it's it's incredible so that that this week that's what i've been doing playing cosmic star heroine watching ozark that i have to completely finish now awesome and then being introduced to the awesomeness that is the 90s cartoons of batman and superman yeah. uh, uh, incredible the, the little bit of news it was just something that came up one of the panels at comic-con was uh bruce tim had his own panel um i think they were doing for the dc animated movies or something like oh, that okay yeah um and somebody asked him uh next month they're finally releasing Batman Mask of the Phantasm on Blu-ray. Oh, okay. Never, I haven't they, seen that yet. Yeah, I haven't that that, yeah, that was I've heard the, it's really good. That's the Batman that that's the Batman movie that connects into the series that you're watching right now. Oh, so, okay. But uh there's some of the score. People said, you know, we're asking about the score for the TV show and for Mask of Phantasm. Yeah. And he's like, Yeah, Shirley Walker, you know, rest in peace. Um, uh-huh. He's saying how amazing she did and all this stuff. And uh, Sam Bravo's like, well, there's some similarities to Hans Zimmer in The Mask of Phantasm, like some of the score. Yeah. It's like, oh, he helped her. Like him and Shirley oh, Walker wow. were really good friends. Huh. And he just like, she asked him for like a little input. Yeah. So he like gave her some recommendations and like did oh a couple God. things for huh. it. So That's he cool. actually helped on The Mask of Phantasm score a little bit, just uncredited. Just That's cool. It was like yeah. a little thing between friends. That's awesome. So, uh. Yeah, it, that's, that's cool. It, uh, I don't think Hans Zimmer has anything to do with it, but the score on Ozark mm-hmm. is very Hans Zimmer esque okay. and, and not overwhelming. It's like this weird, like subtle Hans Zimmer awesome. stuff, and it's it's really good. But, cool. Yeah. The only last thing I got real quick is the uh, Lost Corner. Yes. With, with Megan. <laughs> Lost with Megan. <laughs> yeah, she's she's still watching it. She's still going for it. Um, she's like. I was texting her and I was like, hey, come on, what's going on? What season is she in? She's still on uh, season one. She's, she's not on... doing good. <laughs> she's, she's not, not doing like, well. She's on like episode eight. And she's like, uh, yeah, I think it's starting to pick up a little bit. And she's, it's been three like... weeks since so she's on episode eight. Are you shitting me? <laughs> she's like, she's like, I think it's out of like, yeah, there's like 20 episodes per season. Until season four. That's when the writer's strike of like 06 and 07 yeah, happened. So the seasons got mm-hmm. cut in half. Mm-hmm. But um, most of the stuff is like, yeah, it's, uh, each season has like 20 to 22 episodes. She's like any network, network <laughs> she's, television station. She's like, she's like, I kind of feel like the show is more about character development than flashy effects and entertainment. And I'm like, yeah. Think? <laughs> no, she, uh, she's apparently she's not like super, uh, she's. <laughs> Not super accustomed to like character development. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, that's because you like Suicide Squad. Yeah, does she? Yeah, she does. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, uh, she's she she's enjoying it. She's liking it. She's let's see, she feels a little turned off about about it because I just like loved it so much. So like, she's like, I feel like I'm kind of like against it because you were like super cult obsessed with it back in the, i'm like no i still am that's why i got a fucking tattoo about it uh she <laughs> sure. feels like it's more character development than anything else 
which it definitely is. And Saeed is her favorite character, which is, which is the Iraqi guy, I think. I don't really know. I think that's his He was name. on Planet Terror. Is he? Yeah. Oh, I don't know that. Yeah, he's on Grindhouse. Yeah. She hates uh she hates a couple of the characters like Sawyer and even though I lo- Does Sawyer's, he get likable later Sawyer, on, he's unlikable in the beginning. He's yeah. one of my, he's one of my favorite characters because, like I was saying last week when we got into this, he's uh that whole show is about like, hey, here's some crappy characters, here's them like their full story, so now you kind of understand them, and yeah, yeah, no and one's really bad in this universe. From. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's very much like there's not really too many bad people in this show that are actually bad. Like you get into it and you kind of see reasons, and it's fucking. His story is really crazy, and not only people's stories being crazy, but just how they interlock with everyone else. But no, she's digging it so far, so I'll I'll continue to get updates from her. She uh, the character development has definitely thrown her off, so that's interesting. But other than that, she's super. She says she's gonna finish it. I told her this is like a thing. I'm like, hey, you gotta fucking watch it because every week I'm gonna find out what you think. <laughs> She's like, I don't so, want to do this anymore. <laughs> she's like, fuck, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. Too bad. She's doing, <laughs> doing it anyways. Time now. Yeah. Uh, shit, is that it? I think so. Yeah. Pretty, pretty chock full episode. What a short review. Short review. A lot of, review, of, uh, com- lot of news. Stuff. Yeah. What's next week? Next week, uh, we're trying to decide because there's a few movies coming out next week. Well, we're definitely seeing Detroit. We're definitely seeing Detroit. Yeah. Um, that that is my. One of my highest anticipated films of the year. Yeah. But also Dark Tower comes out as Dark well Tower's as Kidnap, baby. Kidnap. <laughs> with Halle Berry. Kidnap. <laughs> we may not review it next week. We may not review the week after that. But We're that motherfucker's it. getting reviewed. We and you're going to have to shit. sit through it. <laughs> we are seeing that It shit. looks so bad. It looks amazing. <laughs> I know we plugged it last week. But I'm fucking serious. If you have not watched a trailer for Kidnap starring Halle Berry. It is a work of art. Oh my god. <laughs> If you want to laugh for about two minutes, watch oh, that trailer. It's like better than oh, so good. Jesus, it Christ. Is, it's it's incredible. I can't yeah, so I guess I probably Detroit. Um, Detroit, yeah, Detroit would probably it'd be, be Detroit or Dark Tower. I'll, whichever one we don't do next week, we'll do the other one the following week because yeah. I'll be I'll be out of town. Yeah. the following week, but we're gonna record we're both episodes gonna, back to back. Yeah, so we'll, so we'll have content out drop, anyways. Yeah. yeah, yeah, so we'll figure that out, but um. Like always, uh, if you want to, we didn't really have any letters from anyone, any uh, messages, emails, whatever. So if oh, you, really? it doesn't have to be about any movie that we're seeing or currently saw or whatever. Just we mainly talk about movie stuff, but we talk about comic books and video games, music, whatever you want whatever. to ask yeah. us about that. Ask us any type of question, or recommendation, just, just whatever. Get, just get into us with your thoughts. Uh, if you're if you're listening to this right now, tell us like your favorite movie of the year so far this, this yeah. yeah so far like what's the best movie you've seen this year we're just uh we're interested and in, because we see the plays going up on soundcloud people are listening to us so That's we're good. i'm i'm interested in like hearing what the people who are listening have to say like yeah. I'm, I'm interested in hearing input from stuff so you can reach us <laughs> they say i'm never on... <laughs> listening to it again fuck these guys uh you can you can find us on twitter on facebook on soundcloud on itunes where all, uh, our name is and the award goes to um and you can reach us at and the award goes to podcast at gmail.com that's all one word and the award goes to podcast at gmail.com hit us up with anything and we'll read it on air and yeah and 
sound like idiots doing it. Yeah, we're we're still trying to get the uh, music done for the show, and um, yeah, we'll figure that out eventually. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> Lil Mike and uh, Old Dirty Rob over at Death or Glory Tattoo Parlor, they're still working on the uh, logo for the show, and yeah. uh, I think that we should uh, get get something about that. Uh, next week i have to go and see them next week so Sweet. um we should have something yeah um or at least a rough draft of it and um shout out to them again check those guys out check that'd out be, death or glory tattoo yeah. parlor here in gainesville florida that'd be cool like if we can get our logo and then like fuck make some like, some, some t-shirts or stickers or something yeah sometime. for sure that'd be fucking awesome. yeah, yeah. I've, I've been thinking about some stuff yeah. yeah cool that'd be awesome all right uh that's it next week probably more than likely detroit uh yeah. regardless it'll be something so that's it yes yeah cool all right all right we'll see you next week guys all right later